having the uh the Rugrats VHS, the orange one. Oh, dude. I remember the Rugrats. Bro, that but I don't was remember the one. The VHS. Bro, that was the one. Was like that was it. Pro- I don't know if I liked it so much because it was orange or or what. Monumental. Dude, I had like a your brain eight month old little brother brother at the time, and I was like, "Yo, responsibility, man." Yeah, <laughs> we got this. Oh. I got this. Yeah, oh, I, I love can leave that one on. The Rugrats. Favorite right. Rugrats? All right, dude. Well, dudes, well, let's, let's roll right into it, I say. All right. You guys ready? Because cool. I actually started streaming um, a little bit ago. Uh, streaming a little bit ago? Did you just yeah, let us roll? Just like we 30 seconds, dude. You know, it's fine. That's okay. No intro song today. I think that's fine. I like Is that it. all right? Yeah. Is that oh, way yeah, too much? No, you're fine, dude. No, you're good. All right. Yeah. No, you Does it look Austin, like that. Austin used to put a uh, blue, uh, what was it? A blue (laughs) post-it note over his camera so the glare would stop and it would just constantly fall. So it'd be like this, like throughout the podcast. Okay. I don't want that. Constantly having to face it. And then I just decided nothing's okay and I dealt with the glare. Yours isn't bad at all. Yeah. All right, cool. Mine was like right down my forehead too. Like a perfect (laughs) line on my forehead. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. It is what it is. But yeah, so did you, you really know, start? We're on. Yeah, dude, really? we're, we're live, dude. Oh, I started okay. when we started oh, hey. talking about movies and shit. Soft, I figured guys. we'd just roll right into it. You know, maybe do, no, do like switch that. it up, do something a little bit different like this that. go around. That's more exciting. I agree with you. You know. So, anyways, 100%. like you know, welcome to Cold Cuts and Pizza. P- pizza? I think I'm a pizza. I'm a little bit of Italian. Power of pizza. Yeah. Uh, my name is Nick, uh, co-host Austin, and we have a very special guest with us today, Compost Malone, a.k.a. Todd. How are we doing, guys? He is... Uh, I guess it will be the, uh, the crust in this show. Yep, he's, he's the crust. crust farmer. Exactly. I'm Cold Cuts, Austin's Pizza. He's got the crust. He's the crust. Oh, crust. So, no, it's, uh, Todd Todd's, uh, was a former co-worker of mine. Uh, we worked at Capricorn together. Um, we're really excited to have you on today, Todd. Thank you. I'm so excited to be hanging out with you guys. Oh, it's been fun um, so far. Awesome. Yeah. I'm super excited to meet you. Biscuit, it's so good to uh, just be chatting with you again. Yeah, definitely. Everybody knows him as Nick, maybe the five-finger farmer, but over here in Oregon, we know him as Biscuit. Yep. Well, tell tell yeah. him the story. Yeah, okay. Yeah, tell oh, story I was there. getting ready to. <laughs> so uh, we, we were harvesting one day, and uh, so we were at harvest one day out by the farm, right? And uh, he had himself a, a cola in his hand, and somebody said that maybe somebody uh, had a biscuit, brought up the idea of biscuits or something along those lines. And Nick was like, God damn, I love a biscuit. And we're like, yeah. And he's like, yeah. So back down in Georgia, like there's a couple of different ways you can get biscuits. Like obviously there's like the homemade biscuits, but there's gas station biscuits. Then you got your diner biscuits. Like if you get yourself a good gas station biscuit, those biscuits hit a little bit different. Um, they got the honey biscuit. Sometimes they'll spice up the biscuit. Um, I'm more of a butter person, really, with the biscuits more than anything. And uh, the way they flake, like I, I like the flakes. And I was like, "All right, biscuit, that's it." And he kind of looked at me because he went on a Forrest Gump rant, sitting there with Bubba like shrimp when he's going on the floor. You know what I mean? And he's like, "Well, and that's about all you can do with the shrimp." That was him with the biscuit. And I, I just said, that's it, dude. I'm going to call you Biscuit from now on. 
And that's one of those nicknames that just it stuck, stuck. dude. It stuck, dude. It Everybody. Stuck. It was like what the first week that I was there, first two weeks that I was there, and it just stuck, dude. That was my name. Yep. People knew me at Capricorn as Biscuit, dude. You dug yourself like, the most beautiful hole. Yeah, no, um, I love it, dude. It when when like I hear that name, it just brings me back, story. dude. Yeah, it just brings me back, like to 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 that to that time, you know. So I love it, dude. Biscuit. Yeah, that you know that says a lot about like it's just a story to a name because I called him like he told me a little bit of the story and connected. So I called him Biscuit for a little bit, but it just didn't stick because I didn't have that. It didn't have that didn't have backstory the full meaning, you know. Yeah, <laughs> so it just it tells a lot about a story right there. Yeah, oh, Biscuit, really but funny. that does sound exactly like how Nick would tell a story. Yeah, I was. Like, uh, well, you know, I, I had been out in Oregon for for over a year, and I hadn't found a good biscuit spot in forever. And I just started going off because I was like, dude, I need like a biscuit in my life, like. And uh, it just it just happened to happen, you know, all ha- how all stories <laughs> happen. You know. It was meant to be. It was meant to biscuit. <laughs> biscuit. A couple nicknames, but I think that was the best one I've that ever done. It. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, Todd's the, the nickname guy, dude. Anytime somebody starts new, he's the guy to be like, all right, we're going to come up with a nickname. What's your nickname, you know? Yep. I'm sure he'll come up with one for you, Austin, at some point. Well, there's, a, one. there's a lot of power in names in general. I mean, um, if you go to a gas station convenience store something local and you're going through the same spot once or twice a week introduce yourself to those people remember their name before you remember theirs you create this relationship just by knowing their name just the fact that you know somebody's name means a a lot to a person yeah exactly. so i mean so knowing somebody's name and then going that extra length to give them a nickname like shoot man like i'm I mean, I got special. like a nickname. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, not that you weren't special already. You know what I yeah, mean? Fair, but, fair. but I mean, I wanted to let you know right away, Biscuit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and you did. And I, and I do. I definitely feel special for that nickname. Uh, I wish more people would call me it. Actually, I wish my wife would call me Biscuit. Uh, maybe, yeah. I'll, maybe I'll start teaching Miles, uh, <laughs> you know, that my name's actually Biscuit. I don't have to Daddy, start you calling Daddy me Daddy B or something. Call me Daddy B. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's, that might just be weird. But Daddy B. Well, yeah, no, I love it, dude. So, Todd, dude, tell us, you know, well, obviously, like I already know, Austin doesn't really know, but like, yeah, I don't know. You know, like, kind of like, just tell us about yourself, like what you like to do, maybe like what you did before growing Please. weed, and then like kind of how you got into the industry yourself. Yeah. Um, what I did before growing weed, uh, well, uh, kind of rolls into how I got into growing weed. Um, Coming out of high school, um, I had a chance to go off and play college football, but it kind of backed out of the whole thing and was just kind of lost and trying to figure myself uh-huh. out. And well, what, well, before you before you go further, what position? Uh, I was a strong safety and wide receiver, okay. and so I, right. I would I would have played strong safety. That was I, I really found um, a love and an understanding of the game like my senior year in high school there was a different aspect i i felt the chess of everything right there um but i i don't want to be the guy that like drills back on like high school days and stuff like that so that's, that's not what back i'm trying my, to back do in my prime football over the mountain right. so uh from there uh, i had a bunch of friends that went off to college and all that stuff and i was kind of running around solo and i had um 
kind of like a new buddy that was like, uh, well, I think I'm going to go uh, be a snowboard instructor up at Mount Ashton. And I'm like, man, I love snowboarding, dude. That would be so much fun. So I went and did like the interview and stuff and uh, got a job up at Mount Ashland and was a snowboard instructor up there every winter for uh, five years. And then my last four years working up there, um, I worked in the terrain park and just kind of built jumps and set rails and stuff like that. But those last four years where I was working in the terrain park, um, I had the winter time off, or excuse me, the summertime off. Um, so I'd work in restaurants three, four days a week. Then on the weekends, you know, I kind of heard about people that were doing like cannabis farms, you know, and they paid $20, $25 an hour. And I'm like, Damn, that's yeah, a- yeah. cash at the end of the day under the table on my day yeah. off. And yeah. I get to go work and play yeah. with weed and meet some people. Hell yeah. yeah. I put out an ad on Craigslist and it just said uh, Southern Oregon Cannabis Workhorse. Um, I, I like to work hard, I, but I grew up around yeah. that uh, type of family and stuff. So I was like, let's just see what it gets me. And um, the next morning, maybe my inbox was just fucking loaded. And I was like, uh, like damn. All right. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so um, I started to r- run around and to different medical farms. And this was uh, 2011. And just start pounding T-posts and kind of helping with harvest here and there and make my money and just kind of floating around and meeting a whole bunch of really cool people. And I don't know, just kind of enjoying myself and uh-huh. um, selling some weed on the side and buying some weed and just having fun. And right. my uh, roommate, Big Sam, um, on Big Sam, he's 6'8". Big size Sam, big boy. Size 18 shoe. I mean, you see him and you understand, like, yeah, maybe the Nephilim are kind of real. Um, <laughs> that's a big boy right there. Yeah. And, um, but he's, he's, he's the most gentle, hardworking giant I, I've ever yeah. met. That's, 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 that's one of my best friends in the entire world. Uh, he's a big brother to a kid with uh, autism. The state pays him to uh, help the family take care of him. I've never met oh, anybody wow. like nice. my that's entire really life. That's really cool. That's yeah, awesome. That's, that's really yeah. awesome. Yeah, and so Big Sam moved out here from Ohio, and I met him. He was a friend of a friend, and we just peanut butter and jelly right away. First first joint, we smoked together. Yep. And uh, he started working at farms before I did consistently, and kind of got the opportunity to help him out uh, a little bit more consistently with an older gentleman by the name of Jim. And uh, that was pretty cool, you know, just to be in one spot for – summer half summer you yeah. know what i mean while i was still able to run around and do my thing and help them out with harvest and really be a, kind of oh, sorry, a part of it a little bit more yeah and yeah. Uh, i heard it was going to go wreck in next year and uh i had another roommate that was going to be uh, that already was doing medical farms i met him while i was working at a restaurant with elijah he was our bouncer just this little i don't know why he was the bouncer to be honest with you he was like five five foot seven 120 pounds wet spicy spicy little thing you know what i mean maybe that's why yeah i knew ben for a long time he didn't know fucking karate (laughs) let me tell you you know what i mean he (laughs) could run his mouth like a motherfucker and he could haggle Uh, anybody holy shit that's funny anyways um helped him out uh was a partner at his farm um Next year was a partner with him again, and then it went wreck. And then 
Um, I was still had the same out at ad out and uh once it went wreck i got in with like a farm they're like we we don't know what we're doing and i was like oh fuck yeah you don't yeah i won't be part of that all right dude and uh i went through that summer and uh realized how little i fucking knew let me tell you (laughs) you know what i mean but that first year wreck down in southern oregon was a absolute fucking hurricane of a shit show um 2016 it started raining like september 20th Oof. and it just kept fucking raining through november um that's the same year i actually got married so i took like i had my wedding uh august 13th had like eight days off came back uh there's only two guys on the farm and they were part of the farm before i got there and they were buddies of the people that were there yeah. Nothing. Nothing was done. Like plants were just even worse than I left them. You know what I mean? Not yeah. like I knew how to fuck. Not like I knew how to fix them in the fucking first place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's be honest here. I was right. no superhero, man. You know, you don't know there's levels to this until you get to a different level, and you look back and you're like, right. <laughs> yeah, you're like, holy shit! I have no idea what I was doing. Man, man, <laughs> I was just pulling that out of my butt. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's where you learn the most, and, uh, though. You know. Yep. Uh huh. Absolutely. And. uh Got back, went through that, and harvest was absolutely chaotic. Uh, the only time my wife saw me, um, we had uh-huh. uh, 98 plants out back. Um, and those things were huge. They were fucking monstrous. They're beautiful. Those things were fucking banging. Stuff in the big garden, not banging. Um, I had taken it over, and that was just very difficult. I just didn't know how to turn it around. I yeah. didn't know how to fucking turn it around. I had no idea, man. I just didn't know. And... Uh, there's another thousand out there. There was originally like 400 in like this section over here that were just fucking like eight, Ooh. 10 feet tall, just fucking monstrous. And then all, all the rest of them were only like five to six. And that looking back and I was like, you know, five to six, shoot, that's not too bad. Knowing what I know now, those big fucking plants, you know, really fucked myself. Holy fucking <laughs> shit. I mean, it yeah, was just, that big. just uh-huh. chaotic, just chaotic. Oh man. And, that's what brought you where you that's brought you to where you made it yeah you know you never you know those little lessons like that really come back and you're like oh was that the farm that you and elijah worked at before cap no so that was the first farm you worked at okay no that that farm um those gentlemen um i really don't want to go into like too much detail so i'll just say like that farm that i worked at and those gentlemen yeah um they were connected uh back east within um some some sort of uh, affiliation um okay i'm just I'm trying to stay very loose right here um, yeah definitely don't say too good. much they were and it came up came up one day and there's a u-haul parked up there at the house and there's three dudes um from atlanta down there uh three three gangster ass motherfuckers from atlanta in the garage in a u-haul using the trim machine i'm gonna cut off gene bobby shorts dude if you know what bobby shorts is i'm talking like bobby from the dead like if i fucking bend over there's a chance i'm falling out <laughs> and a fucking rain jacket dude i have two fucking braids uh, <laughs> right on 
can just look like a fucking kook and I'm confused as hell and I'm like what's up guys I'm Todd <laughs> and they're like what's up man I'm I'll never forget this I'm ice man and I'm like oh I'm not I'm not making this shit up man I'm I'm CJ and I'm like cool and I don't remember the third student dude's name because I'm not gonna fucking make it up it so and I was like cool if you guys need any help, let me know. And the other two guys that are working on the farm that don't do a fucking thing, fuck these fucking guys, don't do a fucking thing, are in there helping them, like, trim this stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's smoking a big old joint. They got their fucking third guy out there. His name was Pooh. This guy was a fucking monster of a redhead Irishman with a fucking Philly <laughs> accent. I'm staying 10 feet away from this guy. Yeah. He scares the <laughs> shit out of me. I want nothing to do with it. I'm just trying to get the wreck done. They can do their thing. They can yeah. have the Garden of Giants out back. That's always been the plan. Cool, whatever, whatever. So a couple weeks go by. I'm breaking down the farm. I'm working with this older lady. Um, this, me and this older lady are butting heads for some reason. She just does not like me. And I'm just so confused like, by it. She's mm-hmm. just very rude. Yeah. Um, She's super hippie at the same time, so I, I, I really don't get what I'm doing Confused. wrong. Right. Yeah, because yeah of I, course. Like, I'm there, like, 16 hours a day, like, right there with her, you know what I mean? And, like, I kind of come to find out, like, it, it wasn't me. I was catching, like, the buck down because she knew what the fuck was going on. So uh, those guys had robbed uh, a local uh, medical farm. Uh, and the farm that they, like, robbed, like, it was like this guy that like he was like this like Southern Oregon like hero like of like the community been doing it for like years like put together uh-huh. like this huge like commune and like community of people like together that with like like all medical growers mm-hmm. and like help people grow and he had like multiple licenses and he was just kind of getting to the back end of it because that was where the market was kind of going down yeah right so they took everything from this guy like he had like tortured this dude and did like some really bad shit to Holy this dude shit. like left him like fucking like tied up and um yeah and like once i found that out i was like i pulled the one dude aside that i was like really cool with and i'm like yo man like what the fuck's going on dude and he was the younger brother and he was he was out of the loop he's truly out of the, he was truly 100 yeah. percent out of the loop and he's like i'm starting to hear some stuff too man i'm fucking really fucking sorry i'm like i'm I'm scared. Yeah, I'm fucking. Yeah, yeah. Like, holy I'm shit! Not, I don't want to be around honestly, that kind like, of like group. I'm not gonna play with it because, like, more than anything, like, I don't want to get tied into something like that. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like, I go to jail. Like, yeah, nah. Like, I, I finally just told my parents at my wedding, like, hey, I'm growing weed. By the way, that's what I've been doing on the side for like the last like three right. or four years yeah. is uh, growing weed. And my dad's like, I had a feeling you were doing something. <laughs> be careful. I'm like, I pay taxes on it, and he's like, You pay the man. To grow weed, okay, then it's legit. All right, you're paying the right. man. All right, so it's taxed, okay. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I bet I just got the hell out of there, and uh, yeah, that was my crazy story from. That is being wild. A yeah, I've even heard that one. Yeah. to my first first year in rec. That yeah, happens I, a lot, though, doesn't it? Or it used to happen a lot, didn't it? Like people getting robbed and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Um, you, you hear about it, uh, from time to time. Um, yeah. it, it seems to happen, uh, once, once a year, twice a year. 
a little bit more often now. There's um, different affiliations of gangs that are starting to move in there. Um, I don't mm. don't just want to point one at it. You know what I mean? Because oh, a, so a lot of different still, folks are showing up. Like pretty common then. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's de- decently common. I mean, because if people do flyovers, so you have to look at it from a certain standpoint. If people yeah. do flyovers, you know what I mean? Like, okay, that place is grandfathered in, that place is grandfathered in, that place is grandfathered in, that oh, place yeah. is grandfathered in, you know what I mean? What's that over there? I mean, really, it's a, it's really tough to track and control. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I have a lot of respect for, you know, the traditional market and things along those lines, but I, I do not have any respect for people coming in and, you know, absolutely just kind of taking over the scene and mm-hmm. doing that sort of now. shitty illegal action where they're doing yeah. spraying all these nasty pesticides all over stuff. They got people right. um, in tents and living in horrible situations that are out there yeah. on, you know, possible green cards or things along yeah, those lines like that. Like- that did not contribute to what we're trying to do. Right. Like in right. this side of the industry, like, at all and it's a little bit more common than you think it would be yeah you know dude i thought that was like some old like early you know 2000s type of stuff i didn't realize like it was still pretty common today yeah but i mean over on the west coast that's a different that's a different world over there but at least with canada yeah Yeah, it's just been around so much longer and like it's a little bit more loose in terms of like regulation Mm -hmm. too and like laws and shit so like out here like you know, nobody nobody out in Florida is getting robbed necessarily because they usually have armed guards and a fence like at our Truly facility. Right. You know, yeah. and it's all a lot of it's indoor. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot more, you know, padlocked and shit down here, you know, compared harder, to, to harder the to do, Coast, harder yeah. to get away with, at yeah. least probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Would, that makes sense. Out here, you can pretty well plan it, set it and forget it. I yeah. Mean, the, yeah. The soil is so fertile out, fertile out in the nature, in nature in the middle of nowhere. I mean, just mm-hmm. shit. Last year, uh, Elijah and I were out hunting um, outside of Lowell, um, back there in the Jack- Jasper Creek area, mm-hmm. and we went way, way back, hung right, two lefts over this over the top of mountain dirt road, and just fucking went walking down a mountainside, and uh, I was just kind of following my Onyx map, and I was like, all right, there's a um, like an old logging road back here. Looks like there's a fire in 2017. Looks like they took a D8 back there, uh, a D8 tractor, and cleared a path. Let's go mm-hmm. boogie down there. You know what I mean? And yeah. get into this opening yeah. on this on this hillside. Uh, we got two knolls, believe and two knolls. Um, quick hunting tip: you see two knolls on a map, just like this. Deer team to pass and to figure eight along those things. Get friendly with the topographical. You can really help yourself. Nice. Anyhow. Um, we just go up there to sit and we're like, oh shit, like somebody's been living up here. Like there's like a broken pellet gun. Here's like old cans of chilies, you know what I mean? Like what yeah. the hell is this there's like, like a little mini tree stand up there, like, whoa. And then we like walk look down the hillside. What's it? fucking irrigation lines? No way. Holy shit. Six hundred feet. Okay. That's awesome. Wow. We we got a four inch uh, PVC cupped up to a little dry creek now. Oh, mm-hmm. oh fuck! And you kind of take take a step back and you look where you're at and you see the bad pesticides on the ground. 
and then you see like the shell casings on the ground and then <laughs> you see old bottles and bottles and bottles of tapatio i'm not this is just part of the story this is what i saw there on the ground it's like oh god damn it i don't even feel safe up here right now yeah, if i would have came up here in august yeah you know like what with or like september you know if mm-hmm. i wanted to come play around up here and see if there was a herd up here and come across something like this you'd be in some trouble yeah you know what i mean that, that far, how's that gonna play out yeah you're that far back in the woods i mean but somebody's a illegal grow and they're there's a lot riding on this and you don't know who they're taking it to if they're doing it for somebody. So they're, right. they have to worry about themselves more than they have to worry about you. Yeah. And then you're yeah. in a really awkward situation. Yeah. And that's just yeah. being a normal person out hunting in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What do you do? Just like, oh, well, well, you know, I'll just you just back out and you're just like, I'll I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. And hope for the best, I guess. I don't know. I, I marked it off on uh, my Onyx map yeah. and Maybe it's somewhat of a narc move, but I sent it to the Forest Service. Just like, hey, come check this out. Um, I, I love my woods and everything along yeah. those lines. I love the animals more than I like those giant po- bottles of uh, empty pesticides that were laying out there. Yeah. yeah so, exactly. I mean, the people pesticide. who were doing things along those lines, I mean, eat a dick. Yeah. Especially out in the woods like that where, like you said, there's yep. wildlife and, and shit. Especially if it's some nasty shit, like, that ain't it, you know? It's pretty fucking yeah. simple. I mean, even pack it in, pack it out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do it, do it right, and then, you know, people won't mess with you. Do it right. Just do it right. Wouldn't be an asshole then. Yeah. 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 You, got, you, got the, you got the money to do it, obviously, if you're out here, you know, throwing this. Just yeah, right. I mean, it, and if those gentlemen don't care that much about the nature and what they're doing out there, but what are the chances like to be smoking a cigarette and just be like... Yeah, and then catch and a wildfire, not, dude, yep. I mean, yeah. we had all of our giant wildfires that we had here in Oregon were all man-made. All man-made. Oh, yeah. People just people just out camping. Just was it camping. bad this last year? This last summer was uh, it bad? It was a. We had a really good summer. There was there was no masks. Um, That's good. Did you have to Did you have to put masks on when, when you worked with us? Biscuit? Yeah, yeah. We had that one that was pretty bad, and uh, I think that the year before that was the really really bad one where like we almost had to evacuate and shit like up near Wil- Wilsonville. Uh, but yeah, when we were there, it was that uh, one right over the right over the hills over there. I remember it got so bad, like we all left at like noon because it was so fucking smoky. Yeah. I remember Kyle uh, Bruckshaw running around like as a security guy checking the thing. Like, oh, dude. <laughs> me too, no, me too. But no, yeah, I was. Yeah, I do remember that. What kind of mask do you have to wear when just in the smoke? It was like it's an really N95. Yep. Just to keep the ash out of your nose and shit like that. Yeah, I just to try to clear I've it up. Like it didn't really even help though, to be honest. Kinda. Like when it no. when it got so bad that like your eyes were watering a little bit and shit. Like you, uh, I remember I went home that day and probably just like went straight to sleep because I was so like you get so exhausted, like so tired from like breathing in all that smoke, even with the mask. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so yeah, obviously like we don't really have wildfires to to not like anything like that out west, like down here, thankfully. I didn't even know that was a thing, is, by the way, until I moved out there. The I, I guess I, I, guess that, I didn't really you know, pay attention to the news too too often. That is crazy to think that a lot of the time that's just caused by the, just flicking a cigarette. Yeah, and or fireworks, and then, so like that big one in California. You all of that, all that trouble just from yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's terrible, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. 
we didn't have to evacuate this year for the first time since we bought yeah. our house. Yeah, because I remember cool. last year for y'all, you guys did have to leave, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that was, so, yeah, so 2020, 2021, and then she's 2023, so 2022 as well. <laughs> That's crazy, Damn. man. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, seriously. I know. Yeah. You don't, when they tell you to leave, you don't fuck around and, and wait and try to. Because don't they move really fast, too? Like, doesn't it spread really fast? It can. Um, yeah. Down, down in Southern Oregon, um, I'm originally from Southern Oregon, um, the Phoenix Talent fires that went, uh, and I don't know if you heard about those, like out here that went through a town and it really mowed over a town. Um, uh-huh. Shout out Ashland, Phoenix, Talent, all those little Medford areas down there. Um, those are really my stomping grounds. But when that fire hit, it absolutely just rolled through town. Uh, it was a down down power line that went into a field just outside of town. Uh, we were getting a wind from the south coming through the valley for the Siskiyous. It just dropped on in, and it just went boom, and just yeah. went right through town. It's those and, winds, uh, once, man. And once it started hitting gas lines, I mean, it was it was just yeah, so fast. I suppose so. Yeah. Yep. That would accelerate it, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. Yep. It's terrifying, honestly. There's, there's nowhere safe. West Coast you got fires, earthquakes. East Coast hurricanes. Midwest tornadoes. Like, no, I mean, where yeah. are you gonna go? You go, go to Antarctica. Go? Go? What about Antarctica? What do they got you up freeze? there? Just go, up, just go and freeze. Yeah, we're we're not allowed up there. We we <laughs> we can't. Well, I mean, you could take a take a little trip. You can take a trip. Not Will Smith did it. Will Smith did it. Can I? Yeah, yeah. Will Smith did it. I, if you got the money, I guess you can go. Yeah, probably pretty expensive. Then, it's probably a pretty expensive trek to get out there. Not uh, a, like not every commercial airline is going to fly in Antarctica. No, I wonder what mm. kind of shots you have to get to go to Antarctica. Even though most of the illnesses, or I mean, you know, things are well, there could be like some bacteria, like, frozen, like like bacteria in the water, frozen, or so like nothing there. But you have to get ten million shots anyhow. Well, dude, imagine like the, like they, I remember they, I saw this video, they drilled a hole, like, you know, certain amount of meters down, like into the ice and extracted like, uh, the ice and then let it melt. And like, you got to think like, that's like 10,000 years old, like bacteria in that water. And like, dude, you don't know what you're doing. Like, what are we doing, dude? Fire. (laughs) Let's let's just bring that out. Yeah. This is what we don't think about though. I don't think yeah. about that. It's just, nah, we just don't a little deal sip. with that. It's just, yeah, it's so just it's, a water sample. Yeah. So I got caught like in a, like an hour long like doom scroll the other day, just like going through like YouTube videos. Yeah. And there's some, some like random people talking about how like this scientist like pulled up some hundred thousand year old like microbe that was in the water like beneath the ice that was like alive and thriving, and he's like, oh, look at this thing just kicking ass. Ooh. No. He, oh yeah, and so, and and then he's like, oh yeah, I've been great. And he didn't you know? get like a brain eating um, and like one of those, uh, whatever they're called, brain eating like bacteria. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he's a Russian scientist, so you don't really know like the whole truth that's coming out with it. But they say he hasn't been sick in a long time, and I'm sure he's going to live to be a hundred thousand years old. Or go. maybe he was just he'd always been here. You know what I mean? Yeah. What Ooh, I mean? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that's funny. 
just drinking microseconds. So, so you're I at Cap, that, you know, you're people at, do stuff like that. Todd, you're at Capricorn now. What do you what do you do at Capricorn? So uh, over at Capricorn, um, in the summertime, I manage the outdoor, and that's for uh, we just do all fresh frozen. Uh, we work with a couple companies, and we just kind of sit back, keep it in the freezer until they want it, and here's 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 your week. Um, I like to call it like a Slurpee, Slurpee factory, you know what I mean? <laughs> kind of like a 7-Eleven, like what, what kind of slushy yeah. do you want? Yeah, um, yeah. Little polar, primarily. little polar pop. Yeah. yeah. Um, but right now, uh, through the grapevine, what I've heard is that Capricorn is going to be doing um, only um, nubbed pre-roll uh, twax joints with our own um, oil, which is going to be really cool. Nice. Um, so once once that happens, I'll I'll let you know, and I don't know, one might float down the river or something to you. We'll see, um, cork bottle, in the cork bottle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Little message in a bottle. Yeah, um, oh, that's really cool though. But, that's awesome. But right now, um, I'm back inside. Um, I primarily focus on a just being a part of the team and the crew. And then be um, diagnosing um, any sort of problems that are coming up in the greenhouse. Um, we're on a pretty cool system and schedule right now. Oh, yeah. I like, you guys I like have the, it fully uh, irrigated now, right? Yep. Nice. Yep. yep. Um, once you get into a good system um, and you have a good crew and everything's rolling and moving, um, I think you'll remember this biscuit. You know, we're generally at 97, 98%. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, there's, yeah, there's only proven. There's there's only one thing in this world that's at 100%, you know what I mean? And we can't necessarily be there. So we're at 96, 97, 98 right there and we're feeling feeling pretty good. Yeah, oh yeah. So if we're we're only looking for that 2%. Where's that 2% at? Where right. what are we what are we just barely missing? Why is that yellow leaf right there? What's going on right here? Hey guys, come over here, look at this. Let's let's see if we can't make this plant uh, target 24-7, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Is it us? Is it the plant structure? Uh, what are we doing? Um, and the coolest part about being a nursery with it, all of that, that's information that we we openly and love to pass along to our customers, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If we're, if this plant's a pain in the ass with us, and all we do is run perpetual veg, like nonstop, and shoot, been doing it for three years, three and a half years. I mean, just yeah. running perpetual veg. I mean, you you start to get to 90, 95, 96 percent. Right, you know, yeah. you can hang out, hang out in that range, and that's that, that's due to the whole crew and everybody, and especially the leadership. Fucking Mia, holy shit, Mia. Uh, we'll get to her later. Um, and then we're hanging out in that range. Shoot, sidetracked. So we're hanging out in that range right there, that 94, 95%. And um, we just start diagnosing those problems along those lines. Yeah. So if we're having tr trouble with a, that's what it was. If we're having trouble with a strain and we can't get it and we feel like we're like fucking like dialed in, it's a finicky fucking strain. Yeah. So I mean, does, right. do, we need, do we need to turn down on this thing? Do we need to turn it up? You know what I mean? If it hasn't right. having trouble trans transferring, you know what I mean? Is it us? Is it it? Um, do we need to run it one or two more times and get it properly genotyped in? Because uh, okay. sometimes when we really see like a strain come in from like a different farm, um, it does take 
like a round or two for it to like really thrive in our system. Yeah, definitely get acclimated. Yeah, yeah. We know that it connected for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like those very first cuts that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it took it yep. took months yes. to finally get those to to really yeah. like cooperate in the environment that we had. I can yeah. definitely see how Nick Nick adopted that same mindset. I can definitely see like exactly what you're talking because Nick would always do that. Like, do you see this right here? And then in my head, I'm thinking, I was like, I mean, it doesn't really look like a big yeah. deal, but I guess like, yeah, let's look at it, dude. But I can definitely see where he adopted that from. Yeah, I, I like that. I appreciate that about about Capricorn and the way you guys do things, because in the industry part I was in. It didn't happen like that, man. So I, that's that's cool that you guys do that. <clears throat> so that, that says a lot about the company for sure. Sure. And that's a, uh, I I don't know. There's there's a lot of talented people uh, that, yeah. that we work yeah. with there because that, that have really been uh, focused on uh, just cannabis. Um, being a part of Capricorn has truly really, truly been a blessing. Uh, just the way they take care of their employees, you know, they just made made sure that, you know, the bottom line, like the owners aren't buying new Mercedes Benzes and, and things right. along those lines. Yeah. I mean, they're they're all driving the same cars, the the same Prius with the dent in the side, uh, the, the same <laughs> yeah, jeans, yeah. the same boots, um, all that same sort of stuff. Like they're That's not, awesome. they're 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 awesome. in it for us. So us feeling comfortable and knowing that we're not gonna the farm isn't going to close. It isn't going to shut down on us. You know what I mean? They're like, Hey, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like right, right now, like things are tight. We, we, we all might need to like pull a couple extra hours. We don't have, um, like, a if, if we go into a slow season or something like that, like if we're like a little bit backed up, like, Hey, we need to pull it together a little bit. And you know, mm-hmm. like we, we can't hire more people because we, we need to make sure you guys are taken care of first. And so with that mindset behind us and the ability to just focus on plants and the ability to just fuck up a little bit sometimes. Yeah. Like we've, 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 we've fucked up big in the past. I fucked up big in the past. Like, holy shit, did I make a mistake back in the day? Like uh, three and a half years ago. Um, but once you make that mistake, you never make it again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... Coming coming back from those mistakes and it's just barely making an error and seeing that error and fixing it and correcting it real quick and mm-hmm. com- coming back from that, like it just makes you like a, a better grower. And right, I, I just yeah. really hope that if any of our customers or anybody like watches this like podcast, like hit us up. Like don't be prideful. Like we won't be prideful like with you. That's that's not us. Like mm. it's like one hundred percent like within oh. us as a company, like we would love to help you. Like, would, yeah. like, we don't necessarily do like full consultations and I'll be down there to like rewrite like your whole recipe or regimen. Right. But if you want to give us a call and have like, a question about something, exactly. Question yeah. Yeah. I mean, shoot. Like, if, if I ever like see a customer and I'm walking down by like the clone barn and they're waiting outside, I'm like, yes. <laughs> I, cru- I cruise up. I'm like, what's up? What are you doing? Gonna grow some, gonna grow some dope. And they're like, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what are you getting? What are you getting? <laughs> Why are you getting that one? Hi, oh yeah, you're a medical grower. What are you doing with that? Yeah. Cool. No, it's it's it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. 
It's okay. Awesome. Awesome. Love the traditional market. Been there. Love it. Cool. Cute. Love it. Anyways, I'm Todd. Here's like my Instagram. You run into a problem, dude. Like it just hit us up. Anything like that. Like love to extend myself out to you. And I've met like a ton of fucking just awesome people. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Um, helped like a couple people you know what i mean nothing like superhero like saving like cape style you know what i mean like right. oh thank god for that fucking guy um but just like um, i i might turn that down a little bit and uh do you follow your feed you don't fucking follow your feed yeah dude todd's about yeah. to follow your feed dude he's a he's a he's a full year master dude how long do you how just whole life cycle go uh like deep into the flower cycle first week's okay okay first week's okay second week's you know you don't go too far into it you're gonna start to see pistols with your with your about the same as with your pests or not your pesticides but with your you know with your spraying yeah exactly anytime you start to see like trichomes or or like bud sites like that's a typical i'm in oregon I, I have to spray a little bit yeah. uh, on, on, yeah. on my flower side. Outside, yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, I just don't really want to get a foliar feed right. in, into my nugs. Um, that's a different purpose. Um, I will spray some lactobacillus starting to go into the fall time. Uh, yeah. Lactobacillus is something you can make at home. Um, oh, wow, Incredibly simple, Austin. We can talk about that, or we can divulge yeah. into it if you really want to. It doesn't um, But rice wash, you know, you know, you know what? Fuck it, let's do it. Let's do it. Get into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Go for it. Do it. Go for it. Uh, rice wash, you know, when you <laughs> yeah. wash your rice and all that, rice all that washing. white stuff comes up. Yeah. Yeah. Take that water. Go ahead and dump it in. Uh, gallon, I go one to one, so I'm just dumping a gallon of milk after that. Um, separate the curd, yeah, gallon of milk. Okay, okay, put a cloth over the top of that, put it in a five gallon bucket. Um, set it in garage cool temperature. Um, that's what I would do like right now. Um, in the summertime, you can set it in a shaded spot and collect microbes and all that good stuff. It's a lot more beneficial in that sense. Uh, but then you take that uh, liquid. Uh, put it up the side, put it in a jar, cap it. That's your lactobacillus. Run that at one uh, one millimeter per gallon okay. in your uh, spray. It's just, yeah, it's That's just awesome. a natural beneficial bacteria that you put into your bud over the top. And once you, if, if you do happen to run into it and see bud rot, it'll kill it on site. So does that mainly no, work for botrytis and shit, or is that going to work for powdery mildew as well? Or fucking mercs pattern really holy shit that's dope yeah yeah, yeah. that's awesome it, it, it it'll reside in the uh it'll clean out your stomata as nice. well um i don't have like a proper number of like that is exactly how long it's going to last yeah right, right. right like what's the yeah what's the half-life or how long is it gonna you know stay on yeah you know? no it's a great beneficial as well uh for your your soil uh, but I would recommend if you do use it as a beneficial for your soil, you run it at the same rate and you only use it twice throughout the plant's life cycle. Uh, lactobacillus can, um, inside the soil, it can start to uh, decompose uh, really quickly okay. and cause a rap- rapid uh, 
decomposition if used constantly too much uh, within okay. the soil. From what I heard and what I've learned from my understanding, um, I could be completely wrong right there, but that's how I've used it. And I found great benefits in it. Yeah. Um, where did you Where did you learn about? Like, I guess, where did you pick up your organic stuff? Was that mostly like something self-taught, or did you learn a lot of that, like with Capricorn? It's a, it's a so, good like, segue. When did that come about? It's a good segue oh, into, mean, the, yeah, into the into the K and F if you want it. Because you're, you're like you had that memorized on the on the wow. on the spot with the lack of the That was a good segue. Then, yeah, it's a good segue right there. Yeah. yeah so yeah, <laughs> I yeah. did that on purpose. Yeah, of course Holy you shit. did. Leaning forward on two wheels. All right. So. Well, um, you know, you're, you're, uh, Todd, your, your camera is messed up. I don't know what's going on with it. I see him. You see him? I see you, Todd. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hold up. I don't see him. Turn your camera off, Todd, and turn it back on. I really, I really hope it's working. I can't hear him anymore either. You can't even hear him? No. It's you. Awesome. I, I, I hear him and see him. Tell him yeah, to, tell him sure. to turn his camera off real quick. Okay. I think he hears you. Oh, I see what's happening. I see it. Okay. Oh. I like that logo, by the way, the Compost Malone logo. That's really cool. Actually, I have that on my mountain bike helmet, that sticker that I got <laughs> yeah. with my seeds. It'll keep you safe. It'll keep you real safe. Exactly. I love it. Are oh, you back. It worked? Yeah, you're back. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I mean, they were never gone on my screen, but sure. I've been with you I... this whole time. Austin never left you. It's uh, it's my fault. <laughs> All right. So before I divulge, I'm gonna divulge. Get it. Absolutely. Before before Nick rudely messed up my segue with video complications. It was so good. <laughs> Scale of one to segues, it was a ten. Yes, it was. That's gonna, that's gonna be a short. That's all right. Well, well what, what I'll do is I'll cut this piece out, and then it'll be like this never happened. I have the power. Yeah. You do actually probably. So, uh, my first little experience with organics came from Elijah's dad. Um, okay. I guess like growing like my first like indoor, um, running around and like helping people on farms. I never really got to mix the tanks or anything like that. Uh, I'm just, just helping. Um, and then when I started growing my first indoor with Elijah's dad, and this was in. 2013 uh, when we got together so that winter uh, we got a place together and I had a little indoor room and her dad came over and was like okay like here's like you put like this light up here you know what I mean here's like some pots or get you like a couple plants and this jug this jug and this jug it was all roots organic you know what I mean so I started reading like the back of the labels and um, got interested like what's in the back of the labels things along those lines kind of put that in the back pocket um, kind of just started fucking around from there and then i got um teaming yeah. with mike i got the book uh, teaming with microbes and oh, yeah, that's a I, big I, one i don't have like the author off the top of my head i'm not that cool like i sorry and uh just started reading through that book and i was like oh oh shit there's actually a lot more that goes on in the soil you know what i mean people talk about organic growing and you know if you just start organic you can finish organic you know what I mean? So like you would just, that's your starting point. You're kind of your focus. You, you just go from there. Um, went out to my, my buddy's farm and uh, the medical grows uh, that I helped at. And he was running like house and garden, which is kind of the complete opposite. It's, mm -hmm. it's a pre-made salt mix, 
You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, it's an organic and yeah. you do have your organics in there, but your A&B is, it's, it's a yeah. salt mix. Mm-hmm. Um, my first real experience with doing organics is when Elijah and I got um, an opportunity to run a tier two rec farm. And it was just going to be the two of us out there. And I've been really, really proud of like my little backyard grows, my top scratch and like little built soils and using like mm-hmm. um, Clackamas Coots, like yeah, building soil recipe, like shout out Clackamas Coots. Yeah, Coot. he's a big player out there. That's yeah, a bad motherfucker. Shit, yeah. I've never shook his hand, never met him or anything like that, but found him in the forums and super thankful for that. So built up a, built up the soil based along what, what he did, you know what I mean? Like all the way down to, you know, like the hops and the barley and fucking throwing that shit out right. and getting that shit fermented and throwing it out. Shit fucking banged. It raged, man. Like we were going, like we yeah. were rolling. Everything was going good. We were crushing, you know what I mean? And I was spraying stuff outside. Kind of, I was just doing like foliar feeds. Um, I had found like this random crazy recipe where you just start taking all these like blackberry flower buds off, like right at the bud side. So it's like a pre flower, like hormone inoculation. I'm throwing this shit in like a bucket and I'm making like one of my first like job in like buckets. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm fucking rolling. You know what I mean? I'm doing this shit. And uh, we start to see like these little like white bugs on the bottom of the leaf, and I'm like, what the fuck are these things? You know what I mean? Aphids. Like, what the fuck are aphids, man? Like, I've I've heard about aphids, but like, all right, yeah. like, okay, it says these can get out of control quick. Like, whatever, we'll keep spraying some stuff over the top of them, and we start finding like some more aphids, and we just got fucking just obliterated, dude. Like, absolutely obliterated, and I was just like so heartbroken. I mean, like, not uh, that it killed killed the plants or anything like that, but it definitely stunted some growth. Yeah, there should have been yeah. bigger nugs out there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, the owners showed up in, like, October, like, 1st, and they're like, we got to fucking harvest. We got to take this fucking shit down. Like, the rain's coming. You know what I mean? It's going <laughs> to be a fucking nether one. They fucking molded out two years ago and molded out the year before, and I'm like, it's going to be an Indian summer. We need to pump our brakes and just breathe for a second. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah. we need to roll. Well, I'm out here right now. He, he was a, a logger uh, from back east. Um, granted, mm-hmm. we didn't have the best ending to our relationship. I do have a lot of respect for the gentleman. Um, he's he's a dick. He's a bad <laughs> motherfucker at the same time. Yeah, I, I do respect him in that light, um, especially for what he's done for his family and all of those things. Yeah, of course. But do I like him and want to respect with him? No, yeah. not respect. Him. Respect yeah. or respect is due. I got you. Anyway, you know, so we started tearing stuff down and some stuff came down early and, you know, they were, product was fucking beautiful. I was fucking so proud of that fucking first outdoor harvest. You know what I mean? Um, I've never stopped growing organic since. And uh, really, um, I thought I knew how to like do organic and I thought I was pretty cool at it. And, um. I've been following this guy on Instagram. His name is uh, The World's Last Hope. And he always talks about, like, KNF stuff. And, like, on his, like, Instagram forever, he had this Google Doc. And you could click it. And it was, like, a 13-page, like, he spent the last seven years making this packet. 13-page packet you could print out and download that was all KNF recipes. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were all his. And um, things that he had got from friends and books and tried out and things along those lines. And... I had been in like loose communication with him. 
um, he was he was like, well, I was gonna do like this, like like a Zoom class. You know what I mean? It would be like seventy five bucks per person. You know, it would be like a two day class. You know, we'll do like two eight hour sessions. I know it seems long, but we'll have a good time doing it. We'll go over the whole packet. I'm in. I'll be an open book. I was like, oh, dude, fucking sign me up. Yeah, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah for sure. This guy had. I, to me, he had the the knowledge to back it up. Just the way he talked, the way right. he presented himself, and did a couple of videos like back and forth. Like, man, I really appreciate what you're doing. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. when you talk about this. Da 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 da. Have a great day, man. Hell yeah, man. Well, really, what I mean, like when I talk about that, and like he divulged deeper, and I'm like, man, thanks, dude. Like yeah. that's fucking cool. That's awesome. So, super interested in this packet. You know what I mean? I wanted to see what he had going mm-hmm. on. And, um, at that time, I was working at Capricorn, and Okay. I just started there, and they were running. They they run a salt program. Um, it's an in-house developed uh, salt feed. Right. Um, oh, I Mia's. Know. When I say this name of Mia, uh, she's one of the owners at Capricorn. Okay. She's one one of the most brilliant human beings I've ever met in my life. Oh yeah. And that is absolutely coupled by the biggest fucking heart, like. Nice. That's the best kind of person. For holy shit, do I love this lady? Like, yeah. That's my third bomb. <laughs> On a professional level, that's my that's my work mom. <laughs> I only get to, I only get to see her so often, but like I I respect her. Like I respect mom. Yeah. You know oh what yeah. I mean? Oh yeah. Yes, yeah. ma'am. No, ma'am. What do you need? Hey, me. I I fucked I fucked up. I I want to <laughs> be the first to tell you I fucked up, so you didn't you didn't find out that I fucked up. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're running a big uh, salt-fed program. It's just incredible, super easy, the way they have it built up. Uh, 450-gallon tank, it, it's under 50 bucks. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, we con- cheap. Yeah. Cheap. Um, and we, we constantly feed monocrop. And I'll put a piece of tape on that fridge if somebody comes in. I mean, I haven't, but... It, I'll put a piece of tape on that fridge and say, you go find a yellow leaf and that's $100 bill is yours. What? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's fucking pristine. Looking good. And, Hell yeah. Um, nice. you know, it, it, it's gorgeous in there. It's gorgeous. It's yeah, so I've been gorgeous. seeing some videos, yeah, I man. Get, they're booming, it, dude. I get excited. Um, so they're running a salt feed, you know what I mean? So I, I really want to take this K&F mm-hmm. class. And um, like looking up over at you. I start like presenting the questions that I have about our salt feed. You know what I mean? Um, you know, in terms of calcium, you know, nitrogen, passive, immobile, um, immobile, passive, mobile nutrients. You know what I mean? Like, what's, ah, ah I'm learning yeah, so much right so now at Capricorn ch- chatting with Mia. Like, she's, she's just taking my fucking bro grow knowledge and just shitting on me left and right. And it feels so good. Like, she's just shaking the fucking dirt off me while I'm getting dirtier in this place. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and so I start throwing these questions that I have about chemistry, you know, into like organics. And, you know, uh-huh. he's, able to an- he's able to answer them. And I'm like, oh, shit, you know, like there is a way to like kind of use both. So let's take this knowledge that Mia's throwing at me with like chemistry and let's, let's try and get better with this K&F stuff. Let's, yeah. let's, find, let's, let's find the middle ground here. Um, and what's really cool about like the K&F stuff, what I learned about it is, you know, we can start off with like a basic like, you know, for conversation purpose, like a basic, like, vegetative, like, K and F, like, FPE, which, 
would be like a fermented uh, plant extract um, is where you take, you know, like your your uh, leafy greens. Sorry, let's go there. Like take your like leafy greens okay. along those lines, things that are heavy in like nitrogen, calcium. Um, my favorite, like if you're out walking around in the woods or anything along those lines, horsetail and burdock, super high in silica and phosphorus, badass for your um, for that mixture oh, yeah. right there. Yeah. So, okay. so let's say uh, we were to take, you know, like a quarter pound of kale. We take a quarter pound of chopped uh, burdock, and then we take a quarter pound of fuck it. Let's put a banana in there because potassium. Because everybody talks about bananas in their FPE, so yeah. we'll, we'll put we'll put in it, put one in there just fucking because. And then, um, okay, let's just run those three. So we just run those three. Uh, actually, uh-huh. we, we, we need one, one more thing for a pound. Um, another leafy, leafy green. We already did the kale in there. Let's throw a fucking pear in there. Let's throw a pear in there. Um, I forget exactly what the pear has in it. I don't have the top of my head, but I love to put pears in my vegetative FPEs. So how do you know uh, if you're putting too much, Todd? Like, if, what, let's I'm say, like, like, can you put, obviously you can put too much of any kind of, you know, nutrient in there. Like, how, how do you know you're putting too much or too little? You know what I mean? When you do those four. So generally you can look like online, like the basic, like general nutrient facts of like what's, what's in said fruit or vegetable. Um, and that's how you would kind of build it from there. I, I was able to go to the class, get like the cheat sheet, you know what I mean? Yeah, and right. do, the, do, do the thing from there. Um, so you would get it up to uh, a pound in total. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and knowing what you would have in there that was too much and too less, uh, when you're doing this uh, Korean natural farming, you're adding these nutrients into a built soil so you can feed the soil so the soil can feed the plant. Right. Um, the idea behind that is to kind of keep the plant in this fun maximum uptake range where you don't really over soak it ever and you don't ever really dry your back too, too far. You don't get into that, okay. you know, 20% like dry down range. You don't really need to because you're trying to keep your microbial life alive. So when you were okay. to add in this fermented plant extract, um, you would run it at one mil per gallon. That's the fun part that I found with this. A lot of shit's at one mil per gallon because it's very light, very little. Because, yeah, because you're just going to be putting that into um the soil so the soil is then your microbial life isn't going to take it decompose it eat it go through that whole soil food web life cycle um store it in the soil and the idea is that it will be off gassing and as much as the plants are uptaking uh through the aqueous form uh, but they're also taking through the uh, gaseous form through the pores in the roots Mm -hmm. so it's a it's a form of readily available nutrients that's going off inside of the soil like a two for uh, one or three for is. one almost yeah it is now oh, that's super interesting man like that is something that i've always wanted to like delve into and and really try like my hand at when yeah, i start doing anything outside you know what i mean when i get the opportunity yeah you're gonna have to give me two eight hour classes because i'm like i'm i'm interested in that that's cool like i'm right now I'm just using like this uh, premix, like nectar for the gods thing. They, they come out of Oregon. I don't know which part of Oregon, but it comes from Oregon. And um, this is the first time that I actually cut out. Uh, so far, I haven't ran any. I used to use house and garden, 
And then I used House and Garden and Nectar for the Gods, like half and half, kind of hybrid type of thing going on. But right now I'm only using Nectar for the Gods. And one thing I've noticed so well, two things already is my roots are way thicker. Like the like they like my little transfer cup. I'm assuming because it's it's down in there, so I can't see it. But I I bottom feed, and I'm assuming my transfer cup is just Enough. stacked because I looked in my tent the other day and my plant was just slumped, and I was like, oh no. And I looked in my reservoir and I got like plenty of water. I was like, there's no way. So like, <laughs> it's got to just be so stacked in there that it's not going up. So anyway, I. I watered from the top and they came back to life. So I was like, oh, well, obviously <laughs> like it's good. My roots are like super massive down there. But that's one thing I've noticed. And then also I've never had, granted, it could be genetic because they're both the same genetic I have in there right now. But um, I've never seen like a healthy bud site at the beginning of week two. Like usually it's usually into like end of two, three that I see like actually like a thicker bud site and I'm like already seeing it in week two. And I'm like, that's gotta just be from, you know, organic because I've none of the runs I've had, it's been that soon, you know? Yeah. So now, now I'm even more interested in the Korean natural farming because that's probably takes it a whole nother step up, you know? So we're going to, you're going to have to give me two eight hour classes. (laughs) I, I think I like it the most because walking around at the woods, we walk down to the farmer's market or something along those lines. Um, and I really should take a, a step back. Um, the world's last hope coined the term modern natural farming. Traditional Korean natural farming would be done where you produce all of those um, nutrients that you're, you are making and you would need on your own uh, property. Yeah, I was going to ask. So it's self-sustaining. It's this closed loop uh, system, yeah. and that is the proper way to do Korean natural yeah. farming. Excuse like, me, I, I, I should preface with that. Right, you can be totally off grid and and be self sustaining. Yeah, I do think it's cool though. Like you know, like you were mentioning, just walking through the woods or something, because then that just adds story to your you know, just adds story to your whole process. But right. so that's you know, that's a cool way to do it. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, I'm a big fisherman as well so if i do catch something keep something um you you can use the same kind of methods to make um a fermented fish extract like when you make like we hear of like fish shit and like fish meal and things along those lines fish you can make your own li- liquid yeah, you make fish meal, man. yep make your own liquid version of that through that but also you keep the guts in there and then it gets a little bit deeper and then you think about like well did i get like a did i get a predatory fish you know something that is you know been eating other animals like uh right. if i go salmon salmon fishing it's got a pink belly on that um i know that's going to be a little bit more uh for flour it's going to uh, contain a little bit more of those nutrients and then if i get something that's uh and more like vegetative feeding um I, I can use that as more of like a vegetative base uh type of like fish extract like you can really get into like some weird yeah deep dive rabbit areas <laughs> rabbit holes and areas into it yeah you know and it's yeah. kind of cr- taking an idea of something and creating it um for yourself you know what i mean it's a very mm-hmm. general idea um there's a lot of re- recipes that are very similar 
Um, but uh, really the basis for it is uh, one-to-one, your veggies, fruits, anything along those lines. You think about what, which nutrients that you need for your flower state, mm-hmm. how much you would need, how many times you're going to feed, how much you do feed in terms of milliliters that you would want, and things along those lines. And it lasts for a year, which is really fucking cool. Yeah, too. That's, that's a long time for organic. Yep. And so you, because it's, it's one part of whatever you want. And then one part, nice raw cane sugar, like Florida crystals. You seen the Florida crystal sugar, one part, it's one-to-one. And then you let that sit for two to four weeks and you pour your syrup out of there. And that's that. There you go. Now do you mix it up at all? Or do you just let it sit? You just cover it and let it sit? I'll cover it, let it sit. You know, you mix it up. Chop everything down with the salt and the block so you get any loose microbes that are floating around. That's mm-hmm. why it's fun to go to the farmer's market or fun to pull stuff uh, from your garden and things along those lines. Yeah. Collects anything like that, puts it down awesome. into that syrup. Um, during the class, actually, we made a, like a true like FPE of just fruit um, and or FFE, fermented fruit extract. Thank you. Um, that'd be an FFE. And use it as syrup over the top of pancakes what was, the was it unbelievable <laughs> uh, it's, bringing you back. it's bringing todd back dude <laughs> so that was like part of his thing he's like all right so in the morning that's sick did everybody so like he's sitting with like an ingredient list i'm, I'm still super impressed yeah. by the class I, I had so much fun because there was a bunch of people that were just getting into it and a couple of people that kind of knew what they were doing yeah. and it was a very mixed class, so you got to hear like a bunch of like random questions, a bunch of newbie questions. But then yeah. you heard like some questions from like a newbie perspective that kind of put like a question into your head too. Right. You know what I mean? Like, well, oh fuck, I kind of wondered that too. Shit. Why are you asking that question? That's a brilliant question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you never know who you're going to come across in those classes. And so one of those things that he did was sent out like a list of, you know, if. For our FFEs, buy two of these 14 things or, or four of these 14 things to make your FFE. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the bottom, it said pancake mix. And I'm like, yo, yeah, what the fuck are we going to make with this pancake mix? <laughs> what is this guy having store with this yeah. fucking pancake mix? <laughs> so I'm sitting through oh, this yeah. class like, when are we going to get to the pancake mix, yeah. man? <laughs> and he's like, okay, in the morning, we're making pancakes. And I'm like, man. This is like a group bonding session, and he's like, and we're using the syrup from the FFV, and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? You right, you're eating what the plant's eating. That's awesome. And uh, it was absolutely phenomenal. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, IHOP, you ain't got that flavor. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Nope. You so, got a lot, so but you plant, ain't got that. The plant eats good. That's awesome. It does. It, it really does. And there's... Um, ideas and rumors behind that certain terpenes that you're putting into the soil and feeding, uh, feeding the plant will increase uh, terpenes inside of the that's plant. What that's what they say. Okay. What some that's what they say. say. That's what they say. Some people say, but I mean, if you're throwing in a mango and it's ma- mac full of myrcene, myrcene, my cream, I don't know. I'm not Mir- great with the brand name. Pepper smell. Or myrcene. Myrcene. Sorry. Mer- it's myrcene. 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 Give me some myrcene over there. Yeah. Um, 
and you use it as a foliar feed throughout or anything like that, and that terpene uh, is naturally there. I mean, it, it, I'd like to think that kind of makes sense. Right. Um, biscuit, you, sense you'll, you'll, you'll remember this one. I mean, I, I wish I could, like, kind of poke it on the leaf and be like, so what is going on? But I can't. Um, so I can kind of guess. I can, I can kind of have some hopes and dreams, a little bit of bro science in there to make yeah. myself feel good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that, I think there is really a place a little bit for for bro science and and that kind of uh, like like methodology, I guess. You know, um, I do yeah. think there's a little bit of a place in in growing cannabis for for that. Some people will say, "Nah, bro science is false, or there's no place for it." But I, I think there is a little bit of of that of that science in there for it i agree with it that we're three for three that's a hundred percent that's a hundred percent in a study concluded by cold cuts and pizza a hundred percent of the study said confirmed <laughs> bro science uh, more accurate yeah. no, I, that's cool I'm, I'm i look forward to learning more yeah about yeah. so, so todd i have a question for, for the uh, knf you know you were talking about um how you're using a soil you're, you're feeding living soil and then the living soil is feeding the plant can you use knf for you know a uh, soilless type of uh regimen or is it does it only work for a soil like kind of like feet like regimen so are you talking like a dwc like a deep water culture no no i, I talk along more those along lines. the lines like cocoa like uh soilless cocoa. yeah like like cocoa or peat moss like kind of dilute it down like the syrup with water and feed that way would that would, would something like that work I, i'm just curious um so from my understanding uh building up a microbial population uh in just straight cocoa and peat moss is can be difficult um, you, there's not generally a lot of organic matter, but you can constantly be adding, um, that microbiology right. back into the soil to make sure it's there. Um, extra, uh, inoculations of mycorrhizae, myco, yeah. mycorrhizae. I mean, I'm not, I'm hundred percent like not making fun of anybody because I, I, I just say myco. Yeah. That's what I, I, I say the same thing. Mycos, it, right? dude. Ever. Yeah, mycos is the way to say it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I used to call I, it I, micro before I knew it was myco. I used to call it micro. <laughs> micro. I'm like five years. I'm like five years out of botry, botry, botryitis. Botryitis, okay? dude. I'm like. I just graduated from botryitis. Okay. I've heard, pe- I've heard people call it potritis, like with a p. Botry- oh, po, like a potato, like potritis. I've got potritis, dude. Potatoes are growing out of my plant. The, the funniest part right. is I didn't hear anybody say it right till the first time I heard it. Some somebody say it right, and I was like, "What the fuck is, this guy yeah, what saying? The fuck is what he saying?" What the fuck is he saying? You don't even know Betra- what you're talking about. Patritis, Patritis. <laughs> yeah. Now I was I was the idiot, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. That's fine. Um, there. So so building up that uh, microbial population uh, with myco, I use Bigfoot. Um, Shout out, Dan and Miker. Absolutely, yeah. Bigfoot is it, dude. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, shout out Dan, big sweetheart. That's generally who I've been in contact with. He's an incredible rep, an incredible salesman. He floats around the country. And the cool part about Bigfoot um, is their company. Their um, I really hope I, I really hope his name is Mike because I've only met him like twice. But Dan for sure. Mike, fingers crossed. Um, his dad is like the Michael, like king. Uh, he's one of the first guys that founded uh, Microhyzae 
Um, it comes out of Grants Pass in Southern Oregon. They found pockets of it residing in those hillsides. All of those big pockets get shipped out to people such as Great White, um, Extreme Gardening, mm-hmm. um, a lot of Myco companies. Um, what they were seeing is the booming market of uh, Myco going on, and they're like, they're sending it down to California and other places to be processed and sending it back up to Oregon to be sold for a higher price. Let's we know a whole hell of a lot about it, and my dad does, and God, I hope his name is Mike, um, <laughs> studied it as well, and they're absolutely brilliant with what they did. So in terms of running a Synorganic system, I do believe that is something that you can do. Um, I like to do like a 50-50, like peat moss cocoa and then right. organic soil, um, just to be safe. Yeah. But I'll, I, I cycle out soils. Yeah. And once you do it the first time, you can start to cycle through your cocoa mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah. Um, as long as you keep it moist, and you shouldn't lose too, too much of it. But we'll, it will degrade over time, but you should have constantly be adding to your compost pile. But from the first jump, uh, inoculate three to four times throughout the plant's life cycle. And you should have a good bit of microbiology going on within your soil. Where running a straight KNF into a soilless medium would be an option. Gotcha. Yeah, I was just curious about it. Like, I figured it would be like as efficient. It's obviously not like truly like what that type of system is meant for. But no, I thought it was a good, yeah. uh, like a good question you could answer for anybody that's that's curious. Yeah, all of my all of my uh, organic stuff drains down because now that I'm going from the top, since the roots plugged up, it all drains down. And then every once in a while, I gotta go vacuum it out because it's all up in the tent. And you're like, oh. Like it it's, stinks. It's yeah. rough in here. <laughs> so I'll vacuum it out. But oh yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's going well. Box, Austin. Do what? Did you make like an earth box? You gotta um, send me a picture of your setup. I'm super it curious. Is, okay. It is like an earth box because uh, I, I, I described it. Is. I described it to Travi, and he was like, "Yeah, that's because I didn't know the name of it." And Travis was like, "Yeah, that's called an earth box." And I was like, "Oh shit, okay." Okay. So yeah, that's kind of what Austin's running. So I is there. Is there two totes? There, nope. There's a uh, there's a five gallon bucket. Okay. A uh, you know like a plant stand thing that you can uh-huh. put in a bucket so it lifts your pot, right? Okay. One of those. So it's about half and half on the bucket, and then obviously my soil pot on top of that, and then a a quart cup underneath to go down into the water, and then I have a a hole for irrigation, and then I have a um little hole for like an oxygen pocket so there'll be an air gap between the water and the pot and then i have another hole with um with the air air stone so i have air stone in the in the reservoir and then it just the water or the feed water sits on the beneath goes through the transfer cup and into the pot oh yeah and it's kind of yeah i I don't know (laughs) i I thought that i don't even know how i came about that oh yeah i do uh, I talked about it once before. Um, some dude on YouTube I was watching is when I very first started growing, and it was just something that I came back to later on because I was like, oh, yeah. um, "This dude had like a bunch of cans. He used soda cans to kind of create his air gap, and then he put his pot on top of the soda cans, and then that's what held it in the water. Basically, the water, and he still had a transfer cup and everything, or he used a coke bottle for a transfer. But I was like, I'm gonna do that, but just make it better like more efficient you know like kind of soup that up 
And so that's where I came back to it. Like, like I was, I was doing it just pot top watering for the longest time. And I was like, it wasn't, I wasn't getting what I wanted. So I was like, kind of circled back different. to it and beefed it up. And yeah, like every time I, every time I do it, I'd add something to it, like the irrigation or the aerator or whatever. But yeah. That's pretty cool. This is the first problem I've had with it in a while is, is having the roots pluck up. So I'm going to have to um, figure that one out. I might drill some more holes in the cup or something. I don't know. You, uh, yeah, pretty cool. Running that system when you grew the seeds uh, yes. that Nick yes, gave you with a month. Yep. It looked great. I mean, so nice, nice fucking work, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, they, uh, I was very happy. I didn't, dude, I didn't have to, I was so happy I didn't have to de leaf it that much. I was the happiest (laughs) person. Like, I'd open the tent and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I don't have to touch it again. This is great. All I have to do is just water this thing. Look at you, Dr. Segway. So happy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, Dude, you're on a roll, dude. Jesus Christ, uh, dude. Holy shit. Um, yeah, so that Al Pacino, I am I butchering it, Todd? Is it Al Pacino or Alpha Chino? So it's a Al Pacino. Al, Al Pacino, okay. Um, not like the uh, actor, but like the uh, opening intro to Tropic Thunder. That Al Pacino. Okay. You know? <laughs> When I'm talking about that character in that movie, I named it after him. Nice. Okay. Uh, so it came from. So originally it came from a F6 uh, coffee, male, um, and that coffee was just. It's one of my all-time favorite. That coffee strains. was I mean, unbelievable, dude. That coffee was I mean, so good. The, the smells different. I mean, it smells like an old, like master cam with a little bit of extra to it just like a little bit deeper earthy into mm-hmm. it. Like it and then the smoke's just like really oh, so fuck so, so so good it's just so <laughs> damn good i remember when i was going through a tote and i found like a, a random turkey bag and it said uh, coffee seeded and i was like grounded through the seeds to the side and smoked it up you know what i mean i was yeah. so excited to smoke the coffee yeah. so i took that f f6 um found a female then I found just a beautiful raging male. Um, and my mom lives over on the Oregon coast and she lives just around nobody. Um, she's about two, three miles off the coastline. The fog rolls in every morning. Um, she's blocked from the wind. I'm 130% sure there's no, nobody, no like big wreck rows or anything going on around there. I've checked my Onyx, Google Maps and things like that to make sure I wasn't gonna fuck somebody over. But mm-hmm. I take my males out to my mom's house to see um, who thrives um, over there on the Oregon coast. Um, males will mold out too. They'll still get mold. Mm-hmm. They'll get stock rot. Um, they'll show that they have weak branching. They'll show you some bullshit structure. Um, yeah. They'll show you what you wish it would have looked like. It was full of nug. That's generally what you're looking for. The, right. the the main, most important part of breeding is males. I mean, you're creating genetic diversity to create something different, special. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's how we were. Everything was kind of made by natural uh, genetic diversity. Right. Um, so I go take these males out there, and I 
found this really badass male and I was like, all right, let's, let's boogie, let's take this home. And I pollinated it out and, um, threw it over a bunch of everything I had in the backyard, which is all seeds at the time. And, um, being a hunted stuff that I've been playing with and mm-hmm. that's where the uh, puppuccino came into play. Cause I had one cut from Capricorn in there, which was, um, the wonder dog. Yep. And I hit that with the, uh, coffee to make the puppuccino. Mm-hmm. And I grew out the puppuccino, um, in the indoor room found another male of the puppuccino. I was just playing around because I was a newbie breeder and put the male back over the puppuccino because I really wanted to have an F2 to take out into the next summer. So I took the F2 of the puppuccino and brought it out just because I I fucking love the Wonder Dog. I loved the puppuccino. Um, It's Wonder Dog comes from William's Wonder, and that's just a Southern Oregon classic. I remember... First time I bought a bag of willies, it was in my pocket. It stank. I was 18 years old. <laughs> I was going. To, I was going to get in trouble if I went home. Yeah. Like man, like shit. I reek. Like goddamn, this shit's purple. Wow. And uh, the uh, Wonder Dog is a whole hell of a lot of willies and a whole hell of a lot of chem. It's cut right down the middle. Oh my god. Two things that I love the most. Carried that forward, forward with the coffee. It got chunky. Got greasy. Got sandy. Beautiful washer. Um. And then I took another selection of the coffee that year and put it back over the puppuccino to kind of create like a back cross right there. Cause mm-hmm. I still had some coffee seeds left over and that's where the alpacino came from was kind of okay. taking it, taking a step back, but bringing it forward a little bit. Oh, yeah. So it was yeah. like the alpha version of the puppuccino. So that's where the name alpacino came from. Wow. Hell yeah. Well, it's uh, been it's a journey right there. It is a journey. That's yeah. what breeding is, right? I mean, it doesn't happen overnight, you know. Yeah. How do you, um, um how do, how do you collect? Do you collect your pollen and then do you brush it on, or what's your method of that? So, I've done open air um, in the past, and the issue that I found with like open air pollination, it's really cool to do. It will pollinate early it'll pollinate a second round and then it'll just barely kick off uh, dust one more time so you'll have okay. um separate maturity of chi- uh, seeds with in that bud okay. and that's why i prefer to collect my pollen and okay. put it out when i want it uh, right there week three and a half um, just in case i do run into something that does want to finish earlier outside um, it's mm-hmm. a little bit different i'll comfortably do it at four weeks and just let shit roll out like in an indoor setting and really make sure my seeds are finished up oh, right yeah. there to make sure that I have maximum po- pollen go, go all over everything. Yeah. I mean, I'm... A lot of nuts everywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> At the right time. <laughs> like when the girls are really Friend. asking for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, you, you see like a nice full set and right when it starts to set up and just before it stacks, they're full of pistols. Yep. Mm-hmm. Start throwing rope, bud. I mean, just go. Just, just let go. go. <laughs> okay. Just let it go. But more than anything, before that, you've taken the time to select your male. I mean, getting a badass cut of a female in this day and age, it's a 6 out of 10 on a scale of difficulty. You know what I mean? Everybody's got something laying back. 
I mean, maybe a little right. bit more difficult on the East Coast, you know what I mean? But you're over there on the East Coast and you're like, man, I need a really tough cut. You should probably hit me up for some seeds and we can get that taken care of pretty goddamn quick. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, um, <laughs> over here getting a cut, I mean, especially working at this nursery, we're bringing stuff in. It's not terribly difficult. Yeah. But do you got a mail? Right. Do you got yeah. something that's worth yeah. the salt? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? I mean, shoot, but you, you're out there on the East Coast. Find yourself a badass male that survives on the East Coast. Oof. Humid. Yeah. Especially down in the ill. South, dude. Yeah, down yeah. in the South. And then you take that over a cool cut or a strain that you like yourself because you know your male kicked ass out there. Yeah. yeah exactly. Now, now we can go into pheno hunting. Oh, look at me, Segway. Mm. <laughs> you are. Two Segway masters here, dude. Mm. Segways. Todd's a natural. Two wheel daddies over here, dude. We just lean forward yeah. on some bitch. <laughs> he slid that one right in. Yeah. <laughs> got a, that one came with a dance. So, and like once you like do find that badass male, like you you popped a bunch uh, of seeds, you know what I mean? You're like, you know what? I'm keeping the males. I'm keeping the males. I'm going to see what happens with the males. You collect his pollen, you know what I mean? And you do get a hold of that cut. Um, make some seeds, you know what I mean? And if you do want to grow outdoors or do something a little bit more difficult or what you were trying to, the thing that you did love about that male or that genetic in general, um, you can start pheno hunting for those type of traits. traits. Yeah. Exactly. So if you remember from your male um, and we're doing pheno hunting um, and we're pheno hunting, let's go ahead and stop popping two or three seeds at a time. Um, I mean, my packs come with 15, I, and they're only like 30 bucks. So, I mean, mm-hmm. pop all of them. Yeah. There's something yeah. you don't like, don't like about one seedling. The stock doesn't smell good. You don't like the leaf structure. It's not raging or something like that. Or you get a couple males, buy. Because when you're pheno hunting, uh, it's, 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 it's a lottery ticket. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it really, really is, it really yeah. is. Mm-hmm. so when people get upset and they're like, yo, I didn't find that fucking banger in like my 10 seed pack. Well, I mean, you're, you're on the weird end of like, uh, genetic, like hunts, yeah. you know what I yeah. mean? So yeah. when you're yeah. pheno hunting, really think about like one out of 30, right? Mm-hmm. So like keeping one out of 30, I'm, I'm a madman in terms of calling, I'll pop 200 seeds and. I don't like you. I don't like you. I don't like you. I like my system. I'm comfy with the way I grow. I don't like you. You don't stink. You don't stink. And this is at, you know, four weeks in. Your branching structure sucks. You suck. Oh, my God. What the fuck is this? It already stinks. Look at it raging. I don't care if it's a male or a female. I'm going to hold on to this plant. Yeah. There's there's a lot of things you can tell about it, like, right off the bat. There's runs of the litter. There's things like that are just going to pop up. I don't care if you buy a seed from, like, the best bre- breeder in the entire world. You might run into some shit. Yeah. And don't be scared, like you said, don't be scared to k- kill or cull. That's, like, call one it. thing that a lot of yeah. newbies or, like, newer growers. or call that video Austin. Yeah. Yeah, like, when he first started killing, he's like, <laughs> like, we had to kill 100. And I was like, let's fucking go. I had to let the bodies hit the floor playing on the speaker. Stressful. And he's like, man, I don't fucking know, man. Like, I feel really bad killing this plant. But, like, yeah. like <laughs> it was a stressful time in my yeah. life. Once you do it, though, once or twice, you're like, let's fucking go. I got the taste for blood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyways, go, go ahead, Todd. No, with the 
So when you're feeding hunting um, and you're really thinking about, you know, like I, I'm, I, I want to put myself on that higher, higher in the lottery ticket. You know, I'm, I'm going to buy 15 lottery tickets. Yeah. You know, higher I'm, probability. I'm, I'm going to scratch them all. You know what I mean? There's, you can get feminized seeds. You know what I mean? I completely understand that. You can get some stuff that's 88% true. That's awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, in terms of number and, through percents into getting into homozygous that they're they're getting they're studying down in uc berkeley with nat at humboldt seed company and stuff like he spent so much time like creating like a genetic library and he can do that where he can feminize one thing and throw it up on top of everything yeah i personally don't believe in the feminization aspect so when i do go to scratch off all my lottery tickets i'm gonna scratch off the whole pack yeah Right. I'm I'm not gonna See hang like on. I'm not gonna hang on to one. You know, I'm not gonna be that guy that's got like two seeds from that really cool pack that I got in hopes that I'd find something sweet. If I loved it so much, I'm I'm gonna buy it from the breeder again. I'm gonna support that dude right. that that did it. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? And if he's out of those seeds, I'm gonna hit him up. I'm gonna pick his ear and be like, dude, I love this strain. I love this, 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 and this about it. There was just something about it. Do you have anything else in your library, like? What else did you hit in that round with? Mm-hmm. Is there anything you carried forward with it that has those similar traits? And nine out of ten breeders are going to feel so fucking just stoked that you're hitting them up talking about seeds. They're going to be like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Let me tell you about that fucking strain right here. <laughs> Yo, I got two, two of these right here. Here's that seven pictures of seven different phenols that I have. Um, six was my favorite. Seven was a washer. Two was kind of the run of the litter, but smelled just like tangerines and baby shit. And let me tell you about phenol <laughs> number nine. That's the winner right there. That's the one I picked and took forward. But I mean, once you find all those little traits and things that you like about like one strain, you can hit people up about that kind of similarity that you like. Yeah. So in terms of popping all these different seeds and packs, you know what I mean? Don't don't be afraid to like buy seeds, pop them, pop yeah. them all. Yeah. In terms yeah. of buying like two hundred dollar packs, three hundred dollar packs. Outrageous. Yeah, it's crazy. A lot. I, I know. Seeds. That that comes with the, all the hype behind it. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah. that's a game of supply and demand, and that's yeah. a game of so marketing. Brand, yeah, exactly. It's all brand marketing and shit. Like cookie, you look at cookies yeah, or these bigger like companies like that that are average yeah. weed, but they have the marketing and the brand behind them. You know what I mean? The best I breeder expensive seeds, and and I like compared to some other seeds that I popped that weren't comparable. You know, it's just I paid a bunch because the picture looks sweet. You know, they had a nice picture on there. So like, oh, you know, buy that oh. for 150 bucks and get five of them. Right. And then be disappointed because I'm like, that doesn't look at all. You know, it's still good. Like you're just not getting still not getting like garbage. But it's like man, I probably could have spent 20 bucks and got the same thing. Yeah. You know, and I would have gotten, you know, twice as many seeds probably. But um definitely marketing on that i would i would agree with that 100 percent. all i was going to say is hands down the best breeder that i know sells his packs seeds for 75 to 125 bucks a piece and the only reason it's 125 bucks a piece is because he only has a couple of them he knows that they're gonna go and it's just part of how he makes his living but 75 bucks a piece i mean goodness i've seen them 
resale for 175 like 180 stuff mm-hmm. like that of kids just scooping up these packs and uh he's one of the most humble human beings that i've ever met and i don't think he'll ever take his seats like up and crazy through the roof because he knows that's not what it's about yeah you know what right. i mean you're not trying to i respect the hustle man yeah. i respect the hustle i respect the grind i i see that side of it you know what i'm saying i love i don't necessarily love it like i, I respect like the you know the doggy dog mentality you know what i mean or whatever but like sometimes like that's not what it's about man yeah it's not like what right. we're like in this for like we're in we've always been in it to like smoke good weed share good weed hang out with the people that like have similar mindsets you know what i mean um you never know who you're gonna... yeah yeah so, yeah i needed to hear that for sure i needed to hear that for sure like i'm not that i not that i'm like quiet about the way I do things and stuff, but like, there's like certain things that I won't mention, and then like after I don't, I'm like, well, I don't, who cares, you know? So I needed to hear that for sure, because not that I'm, not that I think I'm the greatest and the hottest thing in the world, because I have a long, long ways to go. Like my journey's just started, but like sometimes I get like, with all the plans that I have about it, and I just the planning and planning and planning and planning, and then you get to this point where you're like. If you know, if you're almost afraid to talk about it because then you're afraid someone's just going to take your plan and run with it, you know. So I needed to hear that definitely, but uh, it's something that I'm getting better about for sure. Oh yeah, you know, something that really helped me is I hope somebody hears my plan, takes it and runs with it, and fucking kills it, kills just it, yeah. fucking crushes it. No credit. I, I, I don't want any credit or anything like that. Like, take the mm-hmm. idea, but fucking succeed. Hell yeah. Because the last thing that I want to do and like is throw out that idea that like I don't want somebody to crush it. Even right. if, if it is with like my idea or something that I did, I don't want to have the idea put out there or even in the back of my mind, like, yo, I don't want somebody to get this and like succeed yeah. with it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shoot, I, I got this idea. And if somebody else, I don't want them to succeed with it. Why would I want me to succeed with it? That's selfish. Yeah. Like, holy shit. I, we can't be about that. You know what I mean? So if somebody does, like, take something or, like, an idea, like, fucking run with it, dude. You know what I mean? In terms of, like, a, a, a written script or, like, a book idea or something like that, completely different. Completely yeah. different. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, in terms of, like, talking growing or, like, a cool idea or you beat me to, like, a, a strain that you're breeding with or you know like you you beat me to market or like you beat our company to market with like a different strain you know what i mean yeah good cool, for dude. you yeah good for you man cool, fucking, fucking hell yeah yeah like mm-hmm. there's some some people that love like going online like and i have like this one farm like specifically in my head and i don't i just laugh you know what i mean but they're like nobody's like doing this fucking strain like we are right here like we perfected it you know what I mean? Uh, nobody's growing the cap junkie like we are. It's through the roof. Uh, numbers were backed up. You know what I mean? And they are crushing it. It's, it's beautiful yeah. weed. I'm not talking down at it at all. And like it's 38%, you know, like turps through the roof, sitting at 4%. Incredible weed. Ours is better than everybody else's out there. Come get it. And I'm like, I see the marketing, marketing side of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But do you feel good? Yeah. Does it make nah. you feel awesome? 
because I'm definitely like giggling at myself because we fucking crushed the cap junkie too. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, yeah. it's through the roof. We had a uh, mule fuel. I, I work over at the greenhouse and things like that. I do the photography over at Capricorn and help on the harvest days and might throw in an idea here or there, but my home, my place and things like that is in the outdoor and working in the greenhouse, diagnosing and keeping the moms healthy. So I go over to the indoor and help out, but the fucking mule fuel that we just grew came back at 38% and like four and a half terpenes. And immediate it is funk, nasty. And it's like, oh, that needs a retest. And I'm like, there's no leaves on it. There's only calyxes and trichomes. <laughs> if there's anything that's ever been 38%, it's that fucking thing yeah, right Jesus there. Like, what the hell is that? Yeah. You know, I mean, but I'm not going to go on Instagram and be like, yo, 38% on this fucking yeah, yeah, fuel. Yeah, the fucking best. Nobody dude. does get, it like get, we do. Hey, yeah. hey, when I do buy some from the, from the uh, dispensary, because it's a lot of fun going into a spens- dispensary, not saying a fucking word about where you work and be like, what are you guys smoking? And they're like, I smoke cap. You smoke Capricorn? I'm like, what's, what's a Capricorn? What's a Capricorn? <laughs> Like the oh, sign, yeah. In <laughs> January, who are they? Starts December twenty first. I, I know some Capricorns. Yeah, there's <laughs> a company called Capricorn. Really wild, and just hearing the enthusiasm, they're just oh man, they they do organics. They the prices are great. The gear is incredible. Shout out Travis. The growers are incredible. Shout out Johnny. The crew is amazing. Shout out everybody over oh, at yeah. the indoor. Oh my God, this flower is awesome. Not to mention the, the salesmen are incredible. Like yeah. Shannon, she just came over uh, from a different place, TJ's, and she's amazing. Derek, off the hook, he came over from TJ's as well. He's an incredible <laughs> fucking salesman. Yeah, yeah. And do you, you remember Jamie, Jamie from the Clone Barn? Yeah, yeah, I do. So I've seen videos. She's over there too, yeah? Oh yeah. Bags. She has got it. <laughs> just hearing how enthusiastic they are just to be carrying the stuff on the shelf gets me so excited to just like go back yeah. to work and be like, hot damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Letting the flower you know, do the do the talking, neat. you know. You don't have yeah. to be self proclaimed, you know. Huh. Which is the, no. which is a lot of them. And and I think that's kind of where I got like kind of that little mild part of that mindset was just because that's kind of the environment i was working in you know so that's just kind of what i adopted but what kept me from like i think what kept me from i guess falling into that you know under that umbrella was probably just working with nick honestly because he came from your your side of the world you know so it's just like it it was kind of like that's all him you know that gravitational pull you know it's like yeah you know these guys do talk a lot dude know? yeah they and did then, they definitely talked a lot <laughs> and it's just like I, it, it, and that's what it is at the end of the day when you really look at the big picture and you go back and you like you look at instagram pictures of capricorn stuff you look at instagram pictures of like all these other great places and you're like yeah i mean this is definitely this is self-proclaimed i mean yeah it's good no doubt it's good but you can't just Is sit here and be like, oh, we're the or, best. Yeah. We're the best. Yeah, we're, Dude, the, we're the best. Yeah, no, definitely. No one's better than us. She's like, what do you, what do you mean? She's like, oh, just because no one is. 
Okay. Cool. You know, I'm for it. Right. And then. <laughs> exactly. So that's kind of where I, I got that kind of little bit of mindset from. And I'm, I'm so glad that I'm away from that. Cause I, I mean, if I would have, I don't want to sit and rag really, but I'm being honest, if I would have like been there for like multiple years, I probably would have like not necessarily had that ingrained, but I would definitely have that stronger mentality of like dog eat dog. Like you were talking. Yeah. I'm glad there's I definitely certain that companies that kind of want to, you know, I guess I can instill that kind of mindset into you. Like we, like, I think there's a, there's a part of me personally that like, I think it's a confidence thing, right? Like you want to have, you know, you mm-hmm. want to be confident in what you're doing and like how you are, yeah. you know, feeling and like whatever you're doing, because that's just going to excel you like onto the next level if you're confident in yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you don't want to be so overconfident that you think you're the best or you think you have the best, or yeah. you're growing the best, or you're doing this the best, or whatever that might or be. Or someone's not doing it. Yeah, like or someone's not. Someone like, is. There's no way somebody can do it as good as me. Yeah, yeah, like that's not yeah. the mindset you want to be in, you know what I mean? So, no. But I, I do think there is a point like that you do want to be confident like in yourself. And right. yeah, oh, that, yeah, that, that's important. You got to have know. confidence. But humility, that's, that's what yeah. they leave out is the humility aspect. And without that humility aspect, you're, you don't have a future. Like you might be good for five years, 10 years, 15, 20, but you don't have a longevity. Like Capricorn uh, could go a lifetime, you know, with the right owners, right owner after right owner, right at the same mindset, you could go a lifetime with that. But if you're just going to roll with we're the best because we say so, there's not, you don't have a future in that, a long-term future. And so. Not at all. Yeah, not uh, at all. That definitely uh, segued us away from breeding like we were talking about. So we, we can bring that. We can bring that back into breeding. And what I wanted to mention about breeding that I need to work on, I like, uh, um, we're all our biggest critics. And you were talking about popping seeds. And I'm, I'm so conservative with them because I'm, I keep, <laughs> I keep like, like saying, yeah, like, conservative this I, don't want to, I don't want to do a whole pack because if I get something I really like, I can't keep it. Oh, you man. know what I mean? Yeah, and then, those guess, baggies, dude. Yeah. So now These I'm seeds. thinking... So now I'm sitting here thinking, what if I would have popped all of those Al Pacinos? I like imagine what I would have. Like what you could have gotten. You know, because yeah. I already had. Because how know, many the did one you? You I had popped. five, right? Um, I think I think I you, have. Because I got we got ten I think each. I have six or seven. Or no, we did twelve. Well, he gave That's two right. extra or two or whatever extra. Yeah, so we each got so six. I had, yeah, and I I only popped one. That was the only you one I popped. popped so imagine. I thought you popped two. Yeah, or three. You already because popped I, one. Okay. No, because I was like, dude, I, I want to hold on to these. So when I have somewhere that I can keep them, if I find one that I like, then I can keep it. But then after you said well, no, that, well, I was like, well, you oh, saw the baggies, Todd Scott. So I now you know you, can, you don't need to be like too conservative. Out, no, just give me your address in the Discord. Just that's no, we're done. <laughs> You're done with popping yeah, one I'm, seed of rum. <laughs> It's That's over. It. You're done. <laughs> yeah, shame, so. shame. Shame, shame. No more of that. No more one season. And that's what I did last time, too. Actually, I took... No, but um, if it's all all the space you have, it's all the space you have, too. Yeah, and that is a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to having more room Definitely. You know, to do things mm-hmm. and be able to, you know, be able to play around and, and kind of phenol hunt. I'm not ready for breeding yet because I'm not going to have space for that yeah. for a long time. Yeah, but at least like popping a bunch of seeds and getting you know getting good at phenol hunting you know a little bit at a time. Yeah, work from there. So we're we're gonna have probably more conversations about that later in life. But yeah, yeah definitely. Well, and like I, 
I do some like wild shit when I'm pheno hunting. Like um, I do have an indoor room, so I'll grow flower out in the indoor room, and then I have a tent. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, well, I don't know, maybe I'll put the males in the tent. And then I'm like, well, I'm out of space, and I want to pop some more seeds. No, I, I might just like turn the bathroom light on for too long and put some solo cups in there. Do you right. pop seeds in solo cups? I, uh, I use I use just little rock wall cubes. Rock wall cubes. Rock wall cubes in, in the small little trays. Cool. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll just pop those seeds and put them in a weird spot. And well, now I'm already kind of pheno hunting because who the hell is going to make it out of this weird spot? I'll take it from the bathroom light, <laughs> put it, on, put it on, under the extra T5 in the closet with a little fan. Keep it moist. You know what I mean? Rolling under 24 hours. Holy shit. Look at those three. All right, dude. Yeah. I'm going to work with those three. Yeah, hell yeah. Buy other Throw ones. Yeah. Yeah. You dude. know, I like, and I like the, uh, I just adopt, adopted a new idea. From now on, I'm using solo cups because it just makes more sense because then I don't have to transplant as early. Yeah. So, so I like doing a solo. Solos are fun. You just turn them over, take a razor blade, and just doop, doop, and two slits on either side. And just cut off the bottom of the cups, and it makes like a perfect little like one gallon. And it's extra long for your taproot, so you can get a longer plant with a more developed taproot in there before you can really create like a uh, lockout. I've got like an extra mm-hmm. week out of a solo cup in comparison to a four inch. Oh yeah. Um, where I felt like the roots are kind of locking themselves out. Yeah. Um, you will get a little bit thicker stem, and uh, side branching uh, will. Uh, explain that again with the solo cups. I think I think uh, Cody Lodi did. I'm pretty sure that's what he did. Explain that one more time. So with the uh, um, so solo cup turned over, razor blade either mm-hmm. side of them. Uh, put your dirt in there. I, I like to do direct sows, um, just because I like to pop so many seeds when I do seedlings in the paper towel. Um, I'm I'm confident the seeds are going to pop. Just put it in the fucking dirt. Yeah. Keep your soil moist. Excuse me, burped. Um, that solo cup is going to create a longer space for your taproot to go down. And that taproot obviously will create more height and you will be able to see the plant elongate itself just a little bit more naturally without having to hammer down on a bunch of feed inside of that root zone to create stretch inside of a smaller, tighter root zone. I like solo cups just because it's super convenient. They're just go to the store. You don't have to go to a grocery store or anything like that if you're out in the country. Gas station is going to have solo cups. Um, I have solo cups from when I popped the puppuccino. It's still at the puppuccino on the side. I just kind of reuse them, stack them up when I'm done, put them away in the grow shed. Hell yeah. Um, call it, it's, it looks just like a pot. I don't know why I'm flexing on the solo cup tent. Like, oh my God. <laughs> well, the, the real question the is cells. is it a you red, a blue, or a green cup? Like, what's, pong, the, baby. what's the magic here? What Does the color matter? Right now. Right yeah, now I have one in light, a, light, light blues. Light blues. Nice. Right now I have one in a uh, in like a square bottom smart water. Yeah, yes. smart square. The square. I, I like the square bottoms. Yeah, there. hell yeah. What? That's cool. Set. So I drilled. I drilled some. Uh, what I don't know, like three eighths inch holes on the bottom. Yep. So I I tried to drill holes and I was like, you know what? I'll take a stack of solo cups. I'll put my long drill bit on there. Just go through. <laughs> and I Did went through there. The holes were like on every cup. It was like pee, 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 because of the, as I stacked down, just a little bit different of an oh, angle. Okay, well, I got you. 
Yeah. It's like this. Yeah. I'm getting my drill like this, like into here. And um, Shit. razor blades a lot easier. Um, yeah. Feels yeah. a lot more consistent. Yes. So I like square bottoms, pop the corners off, call it a day. Pop a corner, two corners off, call it a day. Oh, yeah. Just kind of rolling around. Yeah. But yeah. Hell Random yeah, rants man. about solo cups. You guys yeah, want to talk dude. about gas station food? Sure, dude. Yeah, don't sure. Get the sushi. Don't get the sushi. Okay. I like the uh... gas station sushi. Dude, I had a buddy do it, dude. I, we were we were on a construction job. We were in uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I remember, dude. We went, and they actually, all right, dude. They have really good biscuits at this gas station. Okay, I would get my you breakfast would. there. I would get my breakfast <laughs> there. Anyways, uh, he was like looking. He was like looking at getting some food shit, and he got the California roll, right? Which you like? Okay, like maybe base, that's like a safe, base. like like you know, different kind of thing at a gas station, dude. I'm like, dude, no, no sushi is safe at a gas station. So he gets the sushi, he eats it for breakfast, and by lunch, he's like, I gotta go. Like, I'm, I'm going home, or I'm going back to the hotel. I destroyed him, dude. Yep, and that's uh, the story about the sushi with the, at the gas, gas station. station. Yeah. So you would not, not get it Zero yourself. out of ten would not recommend. Zero out of ten. Yeah. I've had, like, uh, groceries, like Publix, I've had their sushi They're before. not bad. Yeah, Publix isn't bad, no, or like not... Kroger, or, uh, yeah. you know, Fred uh, Meyer, or like whatever, yeah. yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, favorite gas station food. Um, those little rolly things, you know? Yep. And they put, like, the hot dogs on them. Uh-huh. You know the ones that have the, uh, I think that's a, I want to say it's a Circle K. And they have the uh, chicken chicken ranch or some chicken bacon ranch maybe corn ones. Dogs? Are you talking I about think corn is what dog? they are? No, it's, like a, it's just like a breaded chicken stick is all it is and it's like chicken bacon ranch flavored on the inside delicious oh my god my favorite gas station food and a bag of funyuns don't That's forget so funny. that yo todd <laughs> it looks like your uh, video messed up again there we go it's back i don't know what that it's back it's weird yeah i don't know what the fuck anyways okay all right todd what about you dude i guess if we're talking about gas station food we might as well all three of us a- answer the question <laughs> well it was recently on my mind because Earlier, I talked about, you know, shaking hands and meeting people and if you see people more than once a day, yeah. you know, introduce yourself, get to know them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Make, make, make their, you can make their fucking day by saying their name. It's super simple. Yeah. It's the craziest fucking thing. Yeah. Um, there's a couple that own the Chevron, you know, the Chevron on the way to Capricorn left-hand side, right after the passing lane. Yes. Biscuit. Yep. Yeah, I do. Yep. So um, there's that Chevron that's right there and it's owned by a guy named Jason. His parents owned it. And his wife is Miss Josette. And she is from the Philippines. Um, and their son Jonas works there. And Jonas is my age. Gas station attendant, his name is Nick. The other gas station attendant, his name, name is Garen. Sarah works there in the nighttime. And unfortunately, I haven't seen Trevor in a little while. And he was cool as hell. I gave him a bunch of weed. That was my <laughs> fucking guy. Oh, yeah. But Miss Josette, she makes the best best traditional asian food on uh fridays okay and you would never really know that not, if you a, not at the chevron didn't, yeah exactly if you didn't stop in and just kind of shoot the shit you know what i mean you know they she mm-hmm. makes everything in-house she makes sandwiches uh all the bread she makes because it's cheaper that's awesome so she, she makes all of her own bread elijah gets a sandwich a lot of times and a bag of chips she sells them in half so you can get the whole I remember you guys you would walk. go there when you guys discovered the sandwiches there. You guys were like, we're going there pretty frequently. Yep. Yeah. Loyal customers. 
and then you get to know like Miss Josette and stuff, and she's incredible. Like you walk in, like I if I don't have Elijah, she's like, "Where's the queen? Where's the, where's your queen?" I was like, "I she's at work." She's like, "Mm-hmm, that's where a queen should be. That's why she's the queen." You're here getting food. And I'm like, yes, Miss Josette, I'm here. She's like, does she want the half of the sandwich or does she want this or she want this? And I was like, Miss Josette, she wants the half of the sandwich today. She's like, no problem, honey. So I get the sandwich, you know what I mean? I go to the cash register. I bullshit with Jason. I'm like, how you doing, Jason? He's like, I bought a fucking $1,500 water, water heater for this place yesterday. I'm like, yeah. How's that going? He's like, well, the fucking thing broke. The electrician, you know what I mean? He's trying to charge me out the ass, da 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 da. And that's like one of the best parts of my day. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Just running into the these, yeah, just running into these yeah. random people. So in terms of gas station food, it was recently on my mind because I had. That's literally the conversation that I had today at the gas station. Yeah, Jason, how, Jason had to buy water here. How big is um, Eugene? Eugene's like a big little city that got built uh, back in nineteen. 19- 20s 30s it started like kind of coming up and expanding out and it's a uh, super fucked up with one ways so it kind of just they were like i don't know let's put some more houses out here you know what i mean so they kind of <laughs> kept doing this so it's right up the i-5 and it's a college town i don't have the exact population for you okay um there's a lot of people clustered in town i'm not really interested in living directly in eugene yeah. personally yeah um it's just big enough where i don't want to be there yeah Right. So I'll I'll say that, um, but it's just not my scene personally. Um, it's not that I don't love everybody. I just I'm just a homebody. I'm no. a bit of an introvert. Yeah. I like my it's people. It's cool to visit every now and then. You know, like if yeah. you want to go I, do something or get like a lot of food options, like you know Eugene's like where you can go. You know that's close. Like Lowell, like where Capricorn is, is very small. It's like a very small town. Yeah. And is there something Lowell you would is where the Lowell's where the Chevron is? Just outside. Okay. Right. Now I'm just trying to get an idea of, the, of like the size, just because it's like because I think like Tallahassee, like where I uh, where I live. Um, Eugene's probably comparable to Tallahassee. Okay. It's just like it. you don't see a lot of you know people that just have conversations with like that gas stations, just because it seems like in the bigger you know, bigger cities, everything's so fast. Yeah, it's so Everyone's much busier. Yeah. Wants to go in, buy their crap, get out, yeah. go where they're going. So it's just cool, you know, to bring to a point of that is is when people just stop and take that little extra time. It's probably only, you know, sometimes only five extra minutes out of your day just to, you know, yeah. actually be a person instead of, that's a good yeah. reminder, you know, and just when you get so into the flow of life, yeah. just to stop and be a person for a little bit and, and, communicate with somebody else other than you know on your your mobile command center than, yeah mobile command center for for <laughs> like a better word phones phones flip if you didn't where know, is your flip phone dude dude austin oh, yeah on. he uh <laughs> he got he, he deactivated his mobile command center for a flip phone um a while ago awesome. like because he, he was just like i'm done with it and he he's got this flip phone now and he he's for what it's phone. been like a year now that he's had it yeah, it's probably this free. is a phone. This is a mobile command center. So, <laughs> and then what I'm on here right now is the stationary command center. Right. Yep. That one doesn't. Okay, it's a it's a three part system. 
but yeah, I, I was, I, I found, um, yeah, it was about a year ago now, but I found yeah. that I was just spending so much time on your like Instagram and the Facebook and just all the, all the stuff that you can get on your phone. You know, I was, I was just sitting in the chair in the living room one day, just staring at it. And I was like, I could be just watching my kid right now or just playing with my kid. And I'm just sitting here with this thing, you know. So that's when I kind of started thinking about getting a flip phone. But why I actually got one is because my wife was getting an ultrasound done. And um, she sent me the address to to the hospital that I was going to go there. It, wasn't, it was like early term. But I was going to meet her there. And so I put the address in my phone. This one, the mobile command center. And I take off driving, and um, first of all, the address that I put in was right, but it did not, like, it did have me miles away from where <laughs> I was supposed to go, because I guess that, like, it was, I clicked on street instead of drive, or vice versa, yeah, whatever yeah. it was, you know, so, like, I, I was not anywhere near where the hospital was, and then it died, and I was like, <laughs> great, dude, so I'm mad, I'm, I'm on the wrong side of town. And it's dead. And I was like, this thing that's supposed to be smart, granted, it was user error mostly. It took me all the way over here and then dies. It's like, and now I can't call my wife and ask how to get there. And so instead of going and getting a phone charger like a normal person or a car charger and just charging it and calling her or, you know, re putting in the address, I went to Verizon because I knew how to get there because I passed one. So, so I drove to Verizon, oh, went inside and bought this and then i called my wife and asked her how to get to the hospital and <laughs> i haven't switched back to it since that's funny Love it. That's so funny. i'm rolling with it yeah. it's such like a guy move like yeah <laughs> done yeah, i'm going to verizon right now you give me the flip yep yeah yeah well sir give me the flip yeah did they try and talk you into a Maybe a touch screen, maybe something a little fancier here or there. Uh, no, they, she, she was just like, uh, I just went in there and I was probably, I was probably like a little irritated, but I wasn't like mean or anything. I was probably slightly annoyed. I went okay. in there and she's like, how can I help you? I was like, I want a flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want somebody to hear. I was like, I was like, I want a flip phone. What you know? What flip phones do you guys have? And she's like, This is the only one we have in here. It's like one. How much? She's like, It's eighty bucks. I was like, I'll buy it. That's crazy. So she was just mostly confused because I was like, I want to. I want you to go from you know mid late twenties, and you're like, Why do you want a flip phone? Like you're selling drugs, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. She was just like, What? I was like, Yeah, I want a transfer service to this thing. So I still have. My smartphone service on this, but uh, nice. you can send email. No smartphone technology. The, the interweb. It does have so FM radio. This selling drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, that's the, that's why I got that phone now. Demodernized a little bit, and it feels pretty good. Hell yeah! Well, that's very cool. I I love how we you know this is this is what this podcast is about, dude. We just we just ramble and we just go on and on about really just whatever we want. And that's what I yeah, love about it, we, you know. We covered, you know, we, have, we, we covered have an outline, topics, but we plans, would just go so about good. what we do. Yeah, exactly. We're on, we're on free time now. Oh, I was gonna put, you know, gas station food into like our podcast in general, but I mean, you know, 
it's just one of those things that just came up. It did. You know, I've been it thinking about it. It found its way, dude. You I was trying to think about a good, good topic, and I was like, man, Miss Josette just crushed it today. I was there a little late. So the bin was at the bottom of the sauce. Oh, man. Oh. Ooh. So yeah, Friday, and you said she makes the best Asian food on Friday. On Friday. Yeah. I would it's love some Friday, real food, it. dude. I haven't eaten re- anything real besides bread in, in two days. Dude, you guys are talking about good food, crackers. and so I'm just like, man, you. I need to eat some food. I'll, maybe tomorrow I'm probably going to eat a little bit more. You know, but. Are you are you feeling better, Nick? I know you are. Yeah, no, so I'm, feel, I'm, feeling, feeling, I'm feeling a lot better, dude. Um, but Nat and I, like, we caught that bug. We caught some stomach bug in the hospital. And uh, so that was not fun. No, like, the last couple days. Yeah. Was, but no, we're, we're feeling a ton better, dude. It's crazy. Like, we're glad to be home. And no, it's good, dude. You sound, yeah. you sound good. Yeah. At least you don't no, sound yeah. like you're miserable. Yeah. You no, don't I, look too pale. I mean, the lights are dark. I'm you a little pale. I'm a little fair skinned, for sure. I didn't get a lot of sun this summer. This last yeah, summer. He didn't even ask you how you're feeling because you look so good. <laughs> yeah. You know, couldn't even tell. Yeah, thanks. Even tell. Look at that smile. Oh, goodness. Oh, drop it. <laughs> Blushing over here. Oh, whoa, hey. I kind of want it back. Hey, there it is. There it is. Yeah, yeah dude. No, no, so, no. Yeah, been I don't good. know if you guys knew this about Biscuit, but when we were pulling depth tarps, we had to be there at 4 a.m. to make sure uh, tarps were over the top. Uh, oh, boy. Nick lived about an hour and a half away. He was there at three forty-five every morning. Yeah, I believe that he was early. I would wake up at. Too. I think I'd wake up at one thirty a.m. every Saturday morning. Absolute badass. night. That was. Uh, what time were you going to bed at that I was, time? I mean, some nights I was not going to bed till like ten, just because like you know I couldn't sleep. Like, yeah. but because like, you know, Friday I'm working a normal day and, uh, you know, you're, you're getting home, I'm getting home at like five something and, you know, I'm chilling and eating and, and just getting ready for bed. But like, I'm not just going to be able to go to sleep at eight, right? you know, but that's where like the caffeine dude, like there was a coffee shop right down the street. Uh, what's it called? Stomping grounds. Is that what it's called? Stomping or? grounds, baby. Look at yeah. you. You remember. Yeah. Dude, look, I've actually, I need to send this to you, dude. Um, hold on. I got I go to Stomping Grounds every morning. So look, you you only need to get four more. You only need to get you only need to get four more coffees to get a free coffee. So I need to mail that to you. Um, I found it in my wallet the other day. I cleaned it out. But but I would go there like when they'd open up at whatever like six thirty, and I would just be dude so caffeinated that day. But luckily we were able to leave at twelve that day. And then, and then my weekend started, so it was like a perfect like segue into the weekend, dude. Because if I had to like work on Sunday. Um, after like going to sleep, cause I would probably go to sleep at like eight o'clock that night. It would be, mm-hmm. oof, you know, but not nah, fun times, dude. Fun times. Pulling tarp is definitely an experience, Austin. Like you got to experience it one time in your I life. Need to, um, I don't know when I'll ever be in Oregon again ever in my life, but just if, do it. If I'm ever, if you're ever in Oregon when, when again, you, I'm, when you get, I'm calling Todd, you know, start, start it up in so. Missouri. You could, you could do some white dip out there probably. It's gonna oh, be a while. Um, we actually we've we've changed plans a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna slow it down a little. We're gonna stay in Florida for a little bit longer. I did hear that. So, I did hear that. Um, well, you gotta you gotta go. With the plan the, flow, the you plans know? you know the plan's still the same. It's just the got to uh, you know you gotta have money to do that. And I wasn't really thinking about that aspect. I was just like yeah. focused on getting there, dude. Just yeah. Get, but got you gotta him. sit back, 
<clears throat> save up a little bit, make you know, when the time's right, the time's right, no rush. You're still yeah. young. Yeah. So it'll happen. Absolutely. Well, my mom is actually going to be moving out to Jacksonville, Florida. So I'm not sure how far that is from Tallahassee. Uh, so about two I, and a half hours. Well, we're all going to get together when that happens. Yeah. So, yeah. That'd be awesome, um, dude. Actually, like, the big house would be right in the middle, matter of yeah, fact. Yeah, Cody Lodi's. Right, meet up at the big house. Cody Lodi. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Cody man. No, that'd be a great time, man. No, I can't wait to see you when you come out. Yeah. Um, that'd be really tight, dude. It's, it's already been too long. Like, I want to come out to Oregon so bad. You know what I mean? And just come out for the, not for the summer, but for a week or for a weekend. Even if it was for a weekend out there, man, like, that would be, I definitely miss it. I definitely miss Oregon, for sure, and the people, obviously. See it in its face. We could talk about you quite often. Dude, I, would, I used to tell Austin and uh, Cody Lodi, like, stories all the time about Cap, dude. Yeah. You could tell you he misses it. Yeah. Just talking to him. Oh yeah, talking to Nick, he'd be like, he wants to be back there. He wants, he wants to leave us. He doesn't like nah, us. No, that ain't even it, dude. I, I love living <laughs> no. down here, man. Like, dude, the South is my home, man. Like Georgia, you know. I wasn't born here, but I was raised here. You know what I mean? So right. it's definitely like a place like I, I want to stay. Like not South Georgia. It's too damn hot. But I want to get back up in the mountains, dude. In North Georgia. One one day. We have this like tradition that Capricorn. Like we've a, uh, it's a really awesome company. We've had you know uh, people just coming out of college, you know, transitioning onto different careers, and they're working two to three years. Um, Noah, uh, you remember Noe? Yeah. Oh yeah. Just this. There's a saying from, um, God, why am I spacing on his name right now? Uh, fear, fear and loathing. Um, his artist was Ralph Steadman. Anyways, the saying is he's uh, too strange to be alive and something that's just not fit for this world, but something so beautiful. <laughs> and that is Noah. Yeah, yeah he's, he a, he's a character. Dude. Beautiful, awesome, wild character yeah. who's the most funny motherfucker you would ever meet. He could have been a comedian, worked, dude. And he worked with us for two and a half years, and then he went to law school, yep. or is finishing his law degree. And yeah. I'm like, I cannot yeah. wait till you have a degree, just so I can get in trouble, just so you can get me out of here. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But um, it's a it's a this beautiful uh, place that really takes care of its employees. Who, you know, Zoe moved uh, back east, and her back to the Midwest missed the hell mm-hmm. out of Zoe. Yeah, I did. So see anybody that. that's left there we kind of pushed him away like air bud right at the last second get out of here go get out of here i don't want you get out of here get out of here you crazy dog <laughs> <laughs> you're like you like whipped cream you're like, get out of here man <laughs> no I, I have a video from when uh biscuit pulled away did you oh when did he you... drove away yeah yeah I, I, the last time he pulled away yeah i've been holding on to that one Damn, what that's was a tough it? one. It's a tough one. Yeah, that was tough. That was tough. That yeah, was tough. that was tough. That was good. That was though. tough. That one. Yeah. Sent him away like Air Bud and took a video. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting. <laughs> we were all just stay- like we were all like standing there, just kind of like chilling, and we were all like, we don't really want to say goodbye. Like we're just gonna stand here yeah. and be awkward for a while. 
And then we said goodbye. And then we stood there, but we were awkward for a little bit. And then they were like, you, you got to go. And I was like, fuck. All right. Get fuck. out of here, dude. Yeah, you're like, go, go be a dad. Go home. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, dude. Go be a dad. Fuck. All right. I'll leave, then, man. Backed out and skirted out of there in my Hyundai. Then, then, I, then I sent you walking home to Georgia. What? Yeah, I know, dude. Yeah, walking just uh, home way, way, to Georgia. Way to make tears, tears flow, dude. <laughs> no, that's a, that's no, I was gonna pack it on thick. Well, I was crying in this, crying in the corner myself. I'm like picking leaves. I'm like, I'm just gonna do this outdoor harvest without biscuit. It's stupid. <laughs> First year out here, just running out with six thousand plants. I'm proud of myself. And no, no, no biscuit. No biscuit. <laughs> I was, there in, time, I, was there, I was there in spirit. You were, you, you were there in spirit. You were biscuit was there in spirit. Definitely. Definitely. He didn't was. flake out. He left it buttery. Super honey. Oh yeah. Super sweet. Oh yeah. So what is your favorite biscuit? Biscuit, and you can cut me mm. off whenever and go to bed and bacon, egg, and cheese, baby. It? You don't even gotta. Look, I don't even gotta think about that. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Baby. Bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> Biscuit, and then if they have the option for a jalapeno cheddar biscuit, where's your favorite? Where's your favorite place? The spot in Forsyth County. Oh, okay. No, nah, and there's nothing and in Valdosta that I found that that's worthwhile. Called the spot. It's called the spot. Well, it was called the spot. I call it the spot because that's where I grew up. But it's called the Guy's Biscuit Barn. Oh, and then if that place, that so that place only took cash and check. And it still does to this day. Like, it does not do credit card. And uh, so, like, if it was, like, later in the day. You keep up up with this place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been there in years. Well, I haven't been there in years. I'm pretty sure. I hope they're still alive and thriving. I know COVID was hard, like, on a lot of places like that. Yeah, yeah. uh, Like, back home. But there was this other place that was, like, it was still pretty good, but, like, not as good. But it was the second choice that called That Biscuit Place or, like, That that Biscuit Place or something like that. And uh, that was a go-to, too. So if you're ever in Forsyth County or Gainesville area, there you go. that's where you go to get a biscuit. I'm really, I'm really seeing the And the, the biscuit place biscuit is literally here. a barn. It's a barn, dude. Like, that is, was retrofitted. It's got a bunch of cool stuff on the wall, kind of like Cracker Barrel, but, like, like authentic. Uh-huh. Like, from their, like, like, probably from their family. Like, it's family run forever, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. the floor is like tilted. So if you like drop something, it's going to roll all the way back to the door, you know, um, what would they mop their floors with? Probably some sort of lemon, uh, thing. you know, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm impressed with how much you remember about this place. Really? I am. Yeah. yeah no, dude. I mean, it's a core memory, dude. You used to go there all the time, bro. Like, especially yeah, when I, I first started That's working, awesome. when I first started working, like I would save up just enough money to go there, like for breakfast, like maybe once a month get a biscuit and their biscuits dude aren't small bro i'm saying their biscuits huge that's what made I mean, them cool like it wasn't like biscuit. yeah it wasn't like a small like little normal biscuit like they dude, like they, cheeseburger size yeah you're yeah they did they done nice. did it up okay. dude. you're bringing me back dude i gotta stop man i, I wonder well I, I made bread for a little while at a restaurant so i mean i'm not gonna know like biscuitier or anything like that but i mean <laughs> that's I, I guess a good it would name. Just... that's a good name for it <laughs> I didn't. Oh, whoa! Straight in. Yo, yo, you just, you just, you just that, dude. There we go. TM it. Anyways, moving forward. I mean, it was like mega, mega biscuits. Yeah, they they weren't like mega though. They were mega. like, I'd say they're they're Proper. extra large. They were probably twice the size of a normal biscuit. 
color to it. Like if you look at a McDonald's biscuit or something, they're probably like twice, maybe two and a half t times the size of that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big, that's, that's a, a pretty good, good size biscuit though. Yeah. Hey. Was it, uh, was it perfect, you know, moist to dry ratio? Oh, yeah. yeah. They buttered it up and everything, dude. Mm. Pretty buttered. Yeah. So like they buttered the top. So like it melted. I don't know if they buttered it like while they were baking it or like halfway melted or after. It. it was melted into it. Mm. Yeah. That makes me want to, honestly, that makes me want a biscuit sandwich. Yeah, you guys are making me hungry. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm very hungry now. But I might eat some ice cream after this. I might go out on a limb and eat some ice cream after this. Yo, don't eat the whole tub again. I'm going to get wild and eat some ice cream. That wasn't me. That was Cody Lovey. <laughs> Well, see, that's why Ben and Jerry's is so smart. They put like these size out, so you don't have to feel bad about yourself. You're you like, oh, it was just like it was a, just a small pint. Like that's all it was. It was just a pint <laughs> only. Yeah, we just got that Saturday, Jerry's, dude. The, the buy one get one at Publix, dude, is is the only time that we get it. But because it's like seven, it's like what is it, six bucks a pint now or something like that? It's expensive. That is it's probably expensive. more expensive in oh. Oregon. It's probably like eight or nine bucks a pint in Oregon. You're buying two pints. What are you the, getting? I got the s'more. Give me s'more. And uh, dirt cake. Give me, give me smoke. And then like dirt cake. It's like, the, so the give me s'more is a s'more ice cream. Uh, like, like type deal. It's delicious, dude. It's probably the best Ben and Jerry's I've ever had. marshmallow in it? Marshmallow yeah, it does. That's some marshmallow, mm -hmm. uh, some graham cracker. Is it the marshmallow uh, like in the like in Rocky Road? No, no, it's like it's got, more you know, like so the ice cream is like I think the marshmallow is like mixed in with the ice cream because it's like a really like more of a fluffy ice cream. Like it's not as dense. Ooh, okay. So the marshmallow is the ice cream. Yeah, kind of. I think it is like a like a s'mores marshmallow type ice cream. It's delicious. So get it the next time you find it. Like some Jeff Love or something like that. You know that like oh, like the whipped marshmallow not, stuff. Not as fluffy. Ooh, like in the like like. That you make, what are those called? Fluffernutters with? Yeah, the fluffernutters. <laughs> yeah. I got a fluffernut. Uh, <laughs> I've had one of your fluffernuts before, dude. Phenomenal. It's a great fluffernut. He's not, he cool. never made me one, but he did it. He did uh, slain them. Oh, man. But he never Oh, yeah. That would probably be good. That would be good. You could, you could definitely medicate that, the, the marshmallow. Easy. Oh, I made some medicated pumpkin bread the other day with um, with that, that oil, coconut oil. Nice. Yeah, and I didn't think that I had enough of that oil mm -hmm. because I only had probably a quarter cup, and the recipe was a whole cup. So I didn't know if a quarter cup was going to be enough. So I went and got um, a jar of that rosin that you gave me as well, mm -hmm. and I just took like a pretty good sized scoop oh, and put boy. that in there, dude. You were probably feeling I, pretty medicated. Um, it was it was very delayed, but I had one slice and I waited like an hour and I was like, I feel it, but like I'm good. You know, I just I can have another slice because it was still tasted really good. Oh, that's when it so I was like, you, I feel dude. it, but it's been an hour. I'm good. Dude, 4 p.m. the next day is when I was finally like, all right, oh I'm back. Oh, my God. I'm, <laughs> I'm back. But it wasn't like it wasn't overwhelming and, and it terrifying. Wasn't too much, it was just. Yeah, I was just I was, was a good, dogged out yeah. all day. Yep. Yeah. And then 4 p.m. came around. I was like, I'm I'm waking up, sobering up know? a little bit. And then now it's time to go to bed. So, <laughs> but, we've all uh, been there. Yeah. We've definitely all been there. When the red market first the, came out, 
Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Austin, I, I, I don't have I don't have the uh, the uh, edible talent of Nick. So every time I've done, I've probably made him uh, made edibles maybe five times, and every time I can't. It's either way too strong, or it's way too delayed, or it just doesn't work every time. And I've tried like, and I've even read the instructions that he sent. I'll say, I'll say, like, I, I can't. All right, we'll this. do it together. Like, we'll just, do it together do next it. time. So we're gonna have, yeah, we gotta do it together. We have to hold, you have to hold my hand on that one. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, now, now, yeah. now, I'm sorry, Austin. I love talking to you guys. It's so much fun. Yeah, dude, I'm having um, a blast. When the Oregon Rec Market came out, they used to have these like 200 milligram taffies. These things were like this big, and it was pretty much just like melted down um, Starburst. And the issue was with me is they were like eight bucks a piece and like I knew the bud tender and then I also had like my industry discount because I had like my um, OLCC like marijuana permit or whatever. And so they were like six bucks and I'm like, sweet, give me like, like 10 of those things. Can I do that? And he's like, fuck yeah, dude. So the market was so loose. So I'm yeah. like, awesome. And I wouldn't eat 10 of them, but I'd have like two or three because I love the flavor of them. I'm like, man, you know, like I'm not really, like, really high. Maybe let's have like another one and then like a third one. And then I'd start like listening to like music and then like I'm home by myself, just kind of chilling. And then Elijah's home and I'm like, hey, and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. She's like, obviously you did fucking nothing. <laughs> Dishes aren't done. I mean, the washer clothes are still in it. They smell like mildew. And I'm like, I just, Three daffies. Um, um, you know what I mean? <laughs> they so um, good. And that's my issue with eating edibles is I think I just love how like the little like tinge of weed is in yeah, there. And I'm yeah, like, that, mm. that, some people love that flavor. Mm. Yeah. That's delicious. I'm about to get high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And that's what it was. I could taste the, the little bit of uh, whatever. I don't know what, what rosin I put in there, but it almost had like an apple-ish um flavor to it so in the pumpkin bread it tasted like extremely like fall you know flavor and i had this cup of like chai tea and it just (laughs) it it blended so well oh my god put on your tights and ugg boots daddy you know what i I mean you know i it's the reason for the season, man. It is. The temperature went below 70. I was like, chai tea, pumpkin bread. Here it comes. <laughs> it's so funny. It's okay. I I go crazy for pumpkin season. Like Dutch Bros or any places, if, like the pumpkin pie mix. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. If you want to call me a basic bitch for that, I am so basic. God damn, I love me some <laughs> pumpkin spice. Pumpkin season, sign uh, me up, baby. Yeah, yeah. Bring it on. Yep. There's this place in Oregon that was like near uh, Lebanon where we lived. Uh, and they made the best pumpkin donuts, dude. They made pumpkin like, they, they yeah, were like pumpkins. They were pumpkin donuts like with cinnamon and sugar on them. And uh, they weren't like glazed or anything. They were dry, like rubbed with cake, cinnamon like and sugar. Like a cake donut. Like a cake donut. And uh, they were yeah. so fucking mm-hmm. good, dude. And they 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 only like they they did apple cider donuts and then pumpkin donuts and they only did it for like a like a month or month and a half or something like that, and I can't remember the name of it. Nat would remember, but uh, that's just bringing me back to those. Dude, those those are good, dude. 
pumpkin. And pumpkin anything is good. I, don't, I mean, I don't care. Which, you know, is weird because I ate um, just like straight up pumpkin. Because I had pumpkin left over from making the bread. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to throw it away. And it doesn't taste anything like pumpkin anything that you get. It's just taste- I mean, it's just like a good squash. Yeah. Can you like, so you, really could, weird, you could bake it, you know, and like do like uh Yeah, that's how I, that's how I ate it. Doing the, you ever done the pumpkin seeds? Like bake the pumpkin seeds with cinnamon and no, sugar? I haven't done that. Yeah, dude, those are delicious. Yeah. You yeah. do that shit, that shit's delicious, man. You get all the seeds and okay. you do that shit. I don't, I don't know the oh. recipe or anything, but. I grew two, pu- two pumpkins this year and they were yeah. big. Like these, decent oh, sized no. pumpkins. Oh, I'm I'm flexing a little bit. Let's let's go down. Let's go down. They were they were good sized pumpkins. I was proud of my two pumpkins. Yeah, hell yeah, of course. You know, I, I came into it like, yo, I'm gonna grow some giant pumpkins. But awesome. Thanks for giving me like reminding me I can do something with the seeds. Grow some pumpkins. That's a lot of fun. Grow pumpkins with K and F. They love it. They go hell crazy. Yeah. All right. So how do you grow the and biggest pumpkin? And then you pumpkin, can even then? make syrup. You can even use the the syrup you were talking about and put it on your pumpkin when you eat it. We're doubling down there. Holy shit. It's a pumpkin can you slice. make pumpkin pancakes? Probably. Yes, you can. Probably. You can. Let's see, let's see why you couldn't. Uh, making a big pumpkin. So um, it's a vine. So what you do is you train the vine to be on the ground. Um, you take your lead head pumpkin, and that's the one you focus on. And once it gets to a certain length and you continue to see your pumpkin vine grow. You train the pumpkin vine like along the ground and you cut off um, the, like like referring to like cannabis and cut off like the extra little like pumpkin sites that are showing mm-hmm. up like a bud side. Okay. Yeah. Like you were trimming it up and you're growing one big pumpkin at the end of it. So eventually it grows into this like mm-hmm. huge vine and really once your pumpkin starts showing up, um, you focus everything on that pumpkin take back uh, a bunch of those leads and a bunch of those vines where the pumpkins were. You put those underneath the dirt. Those will shoot roots out. Um, some guys who get really into it, their pumpkins are already like raging, big, huge, huge. white things. Yeah. Um, they're like this this big, like in April, like crazy. May, like yeah. ready to roll. So, so they got that vine trained out all the way over here. Yeah. That's something I'm gonna play with next year, and I hope I don't get myself into trouble with some fucking Wait, ridiculous. Yeah, with like a huge, like a fucking 200 pound <laughs> pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, but you keep taking those like uh, different vine sides and shoot sides that are start trying to come off, and you put them in the ground. And they uh-huh. send off roots, and every that whole vine and all those root sides feed that one pumpkin on the ground. And if Bro, you're, that's how you get. If you have like a sweet kick ass, like you know. I build Hugo cultures in the back, which is something we didn't ha- uh, touch on is Hugo culture in general, but maybe in a year you guys can have me back and we'll dip into Hugo oh, cultures man, and man. some maybe other maybe stuff. Before then, maybe before then. This maybe has been before fun. Then. This has been good. We'll, we'll dip into Hugo cultures, but you build yourself like a big, huge you know, garden bed. I have two Hugo culture garden beds in the back, so I grow my outdoor plants in Hugo culture garden beds. But I also grow my potatoes in the same garden bed. It's full of beautiful flowers because for commingled cover crops and things of those lines. <clears throat> and everything shares the nutrients in the soil food web. And you have all those extra stems, roots, and everything to break down in there for the 
decomposition because you need organic matter within your soil. Well, that's already there. But I mean, with building this organic system and these beds, you can put anything that you fucking want in there and just let it rage together. Yeah. And obviously don't overcrowd it so everything's like all over the place. You know what I mean? But cucumbers, um, I don't put tomatoes in there uh, just because tomatoes can have their own space because they're so kick-ass. Uh, cucumbers, pumpkins, flowers. Uh, flowers also ask, act as like a way to draw in uh, beneficial insects, oh, yeah. which will then obviously or go repel, crazy and attack. Or repel bad bugs as well. Yeah, Absolutely. You get into like something about purple flowers in general because they are related to uh, the nightshade family. The bugs really don't fuck oh. with the purple flowers. Interesting. Okay. That is cool. I didn't so, know I mean, that. Uh, purple's Purple is just one of those colors that like you just kind of throw out there. Then you put in some sunflowers, um, some different color mums that also come out in yellow. Bugs fucking love yellow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have uh, your beneficial uh, sprays and everything all over your plant. Bugs are like, ew, I fucking love yellow. I'm going to go down there and fuck with that, not that fucking thing up there. That's like, <laughs> I don't, there's a lot of other shit out here I can fuck with that I really like yeah. that doesn't have the shit I don't like on it. Yeah. So yep. now, like, you're definitely beatering pests, and that's something we can go into, like, in a different episode because mm-hmm. we're going late, and I don't want to keep you guys up. Get that families. Um, <laughs> so you create this whole, like, commingled system, and you can put anything that you fucking want into these garden beds. You're, you're, you're feeding the soil and keeping the soil alive and Fertile and ripping and kicking ass. You're not feeding your plants. The dirt does that. Love yeah. your dirt. Mm-hmm. If you take something away from this fucking episode, love your dirt. Pay attention to your dirt. Your plants fucking up. Take a pH test. There's there's leaves up here. You know what I mean. There's that are showing signs of yellow. You go on Google and all that sort of stuff. People are going to tell you seven different things for that color leaf with that. Yeah. sort of thing that's going on right there there's a hundred different things that you can look at yep so i mean check your ph of your soil remember what you're doing with your dirt love your dirt you can't create a foundation without a fucking house or you can't create a house without a fucking foundation you know what i mean so start at the base work your way up so i mean if you take one thing away from this episode pay attention to your soil love your dirt you know what i mean so so if you can take so do all that stuff that we talked about in the episode, create some cool like garden beds, you can grow anything you want in them. Neighbors neighbors will walk by and be like, What the fuck? Like, what damn, the fuck? good shit right there. What is this like an urban farm? Like what what, what, what are you doing over here? I'm like Come I'm, check out my sweet corn. Like uh, I'm in the process of building uh, garden beds out in my front yard. So I'll have nice. uh, six or seven like mini Hugel mounds in the front yard. Oh yeah. And I want to Hence the whole thing in. And I cannot wait to be the guy with like free bags of veggies yeah. over yeah. the fence. I mean, yeah. it's going to be cool. way, way too much. Yeah, exactly. I know it's a nice thing, com- dude. Yeah. I know the lady across the miles. street. Oh, I don't know about the kids. Like on Halloween, I'm like, here's your cucumber. <laughs> you like it? Here's your here's fucking daikon radish. You like that? Mmm, <laughs> daikon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how creepy would that be? <laughs> For the record, though, I am I am the full size candy bar guy on the street. Oh nice. shit, dude! On Go Halloween. to Todd's, dude. I know where Todd lives. Dude. I so am, next Halloween, I I'm flying the out there guy. just for the full size, dude. Uh, what kind? All kinds? Snickers? Um, size Kit Kats? I go by Costco. 
Nice. Just kind of see what they have. Oh, yeah. Costco's and, a good place uh, to be. Take, take, take some cash out of the safe and go down there and give it back to the community. Oh, yeah. You know nice. what I mean? Oh, man. Yeah. Like, do you remember that fucking full-size house when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you the first year I did that house. Oh, dude, absolutely. The first, to go next first year. year. The first year I did it, like, the kids were walking by. I had the lights on. Like, the neighbor, like, over here across the street, he's kind of an asshole. He threatened some kids one time. I got the kids out of trouble. Pretty sweet. Anyways, um, it was a whole situation. Different story. This guy has, like, cool, like, Halloween-like decorations. He creates, like, this year was, like, pirate theme and stuff like this. And I'm like, he's such an asshole to the kids. Like, I think you're kind of creepy. So, but anyway, so all the kids are like walking by my place, and neighbor across the street has all these lights up, and I'm like, my porch lights on, and I have like a hay bale and some pumpkins on. I'm like, fuck, man, all these kids are coming to my house, and they're going to the house, and I'm like, I'm gonna whistle, but I whistled at these kids. I'm like, I got full size. I shit you not, like eight heads turned around, and I put candy bars up, and it was like, I got full size. And so once the kids started like walking out. Game on. Hell Game on. <laughs> I got full size. That's when they tell their friends, dude. Full size. They start telling their yeah. friends, Actually, you know. And... Think about it. I'm, I'm kind of creepy for shouting them. Like, I got full size candy bars over here. <laughs> that guy's uh... an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's an asshole. I got full size. Fuck that guy. His razor blade fit him. What are you, single? You have no kids? I'm like, yeah. They're like, creep. <laughs> I got full dumber, size. Dumber glasses. Uh, shit. Weirdo. Oh, that's funny. You know that's the you know the other guy you always remember the dentist. You don't you don't ever forget where the dentist yeah, lives. Yeah, gives you he, fucking to- either get a or toothbrush, some shit. toothpaste, or you get a, a fucking apple. Yeah, so some you never forget your bag. Lives, yeah, yeah. Like, where's an apple? Why do I have an apple? Oh, the he dentist. Like, opens the door like, <laughs> yeah, hey, These big like sparkly teeth. <laughs> These could be yours one day. We don't eat any Just, of that bag. Brush with you this. Eat, you keep eating that candy. Your teeth are going to be nasty. You, know? you remember like, looking that guy? back? Nice the kitty's here. Hey, kitty. Yes. Looking back, like you know, I was like, "What are those paper things?" Like he's handing my parents. He was fucking hustling right outside of the door. <laughs> because you're going to have cavities. Your kids are going to yeah, have cavities. Yeah. Your kids are going to have cavities. Give me a call. Give me a call. There are going to be cavities. Nobody considers me a real doctor. Give me a call. <laughs> I'm an MD, but I can't be called a doctor with the other PhDs. <laughs> if, if you're a parent and you didn't bring your kid to the door, I have business cards in the mailbox, too. Grab one of them right there. <laughs> Uh, sure. I expect like a t- uh, like waving too for like business cards. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what? we didn't see this episode, and uh, next time you join us, chicken. We didn't get to see a chicken. So we didn't get to see the chickens, did we? we didn't get any chickens today, but that's okay. I have faith that we'll see chicken. You'll see, you'll see no, the chickens one day, Austin. One day. I was walking around like before to- the episode, and I was like. Okay, the chickens are ready. The guys want to see the chickens. I got to make this big entrance. You know what I mean? And I had the chickens out and I had the ducks out. And I was out, out back like right before I came in here. That's when I'm, I'm in my OVs. I was out playing in the, with the ducks and the chickens. And it got dark. I had one like in my vest. And she started to nuzzle up and go to sleep, and it was getting dark outside. And I was like, I got to get to the boys, you know what I mean? And baby Einstein was, like, running around, doing his thing. And 
just wasn't the night, guys. I thought I about bringing you the chickens, and I didn't bring you the chickens. Hey, that's all right, man. Between me being this guy, he is cool as fuck. He is the I'm coolest excited. rooster I've ever had. Hell yeah. He's a little, like, bantam rooster. Yeah. And his mom was, like, a frizzle. So, okay. like, uh, his other chicken is a hen that we got with her. And she has, like, the frizzle feathers, so they go backwards. Mm-hmm. So she oh, looks all okay. crazy. Cool, yeah. Yeah, so he's like this little teeny tiny dude and uh, super friendly, flies up on the shoulder. That's awesome. Yeah. On the shoulder. Yep. I got a shoulder cat and a shoulder chicken now. (laughs) I've had, um, everywhere we've lived, I've had chickens. Um, And then when we moved here, we lived with my parents and they don't want chickens. So that's the first time I've not had chickens at my house. And that's quite upsetting but i'm fully confident when we get a house here pretty soon the chickens will be back oh yeah once, my, once yeah. you're a foul foul father you can't go uh, back forever my, i even have forever. a favorite chicken those uh those salmon favorels oh my gosh i just salmon favorel dude i love their furry feet i love yeah. their waddle dude yeah. i know exactly what you had i know exactly yeah. what you had that was one of my first chickens i had a salmon favorel Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Man. One of my favorites. And yeah, then I had, uh, I had a lot of... Um, her name is Gretchen. Gretchen. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I mean, and I named after like uh... Gretchen Wieners. She was a mean girl. <laughs> Gretchen <laughs> Wieners. And then I had... Um, I got a bunch of... Uh, I've had a bunch of different kinds of chickens, but just the, you know, the ones that you remember a lot. And then uh, I had those laced Wyandots. Um, before and they're a little meat. So and the ones nice. that I had, they're very beautiful. They they have silver laced and they have gold laced. And I think they even have like a blue laced. And they're Hawaiian dots, dude. They are a, they're a beautiful chicken. Just the feather on them. Uh, look into them. You might want to consider getting them. They are uh, the gold like, one that I had. Pets, she was a little. Know. Yeah, I mean she was still nice, but she was like a little meaner to the other. She was maybe she's the hen, you know. She might have been in in charge of the pecking order. That might have been the deal, but <laughs> they're they're beautiful. Um, the lace ones are. Hell yeah! This yeah. was the first time I re- I really, you know, when, when I had chicks in the past, I, you know, kind of fed them and did that sort of thing. We kind of hold them and all that sort of stuff. But like I, really like, spent a lot of time with these birds. I was just so happened to be the best spot to have them was in the grow room you know, underneath like oh, yeah. shade because there's a great temperature. I had space for them in there. And so I'd be like hanging out in the grow room, like smoking weed, hanging out with the plants. And then I would just pull the chickens out and like, put them like in the, in the pots and stuff like that. And uh-huh. I would just like ha- hand feed them and stuff like that. And yeah. baby Einstein was like the first one to like find like the chicken feeder and stuff like that. He was the first one to like pop up into the pot because I put chicken food in there. He's a smart little dude in yeah. terms of a chicken. And uh, we spent a bunch of time with these fucking birds for shits and giggles, and yeah. I was just fucking stoned. Awesome, and now, now it's just like this little like troop, and uh, the ducks too. <laughs> I used to I used to shower with my ducks. I used to shower with my ducks in the morning because they were in the bathroom, and I'd go in the shower, and they'd be like, me 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 like like start going off, and so I just put them uh, in the shower with me and. Just barely like fill up like the bathtub, you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. clog, clog the drain, unclog the drain, clog the drain, yeah. unclog the drain. <laughs> yeah. 
and they would just like swim around my feet and climb over my feet. Holy like, shit, they, they like, probably love they that. Would, That's nibble awesome. at my toes. And okay. now when I get home, like I don't hear my dogs barking. I pull up and I shut the door and the fucking ducks are like, <laughs> and I like go out back and they're like doing oh, circles man, like and shit like that. So I like let I'm them out. Excited. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's awesome, dude. dude. Why would I go out to a bar when I have like this like badass block of birds? Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Birds are awesome. Chickens, That's really cool, chickens will change a lot. Chickens will change a lot. So you can you can form a a pretty special bond with them then. Like I like I feel like you wouldn't expect that like from you know like from a bird or like at least like a chicken or yeah they'll run up to you like he was saying the ducks do like your chickens will do that when they like when they see you in the morning and they know they're getting like getting fed like they're running to you yeah every time they see you they're running to you because he's got food or he's gonna play with me like sometimes they're like getting scratched right under the little that's yeah, right i love oh, yeah. that dude play with the yeah. waddles massage the waddles man yeah yep <laughs> baby cool. einstein likes to get his uh chin scratched when he's up on the shoulder when he's yeah. down low on the ground and you like try to pick him up he like struts his stuff he's like i'm not ready for that yet like don't like yeah he does that little side the girls you know what i mean like don't let him don't let him don't let the hens see you pick me yeah. up like i'm not into that but all right dad pick me up that's all right that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but when he flies up i feel like it's a flex yeah like on everybody else because i i clipped most of the other birds wings but i ended up oh. putting up a much bigger fence uh around their coop because i i like it when baby einstein flies on my shoulder so yeah. i'm not going to clip his wings yeah so he's got both of his wings and he flexes on the other hand he's <laughs> like i can um, fly just like, bitch look look what i can do yeah yeah and he he's the rooster out there so um and then his partner like i said was uh, she's a frizzle and she kind of gets cold this time of the year because her feathers don't lay down on her back they're kind of they they fold up mm-hmm. like it's a really okay, cool yeah. looking looking bird i i have silkies and frizzles i, I love silkies because right. it's like the, the down feathers that's my shit and uh used to have a silky rooster i love their weird little fucking like they have this red like Looks like a giant red wart on their nose. It's it's uh, weird looking, yeah. but they're they're generally bantams, and their crows are like this, and that's like <laughs> as loud as it is. You're gonna clip the shit out of that. I know you are. God no, dude, that's going in a short, dude. That's gonna be the first <laughs> short I create. <laughs> it's like this fucked up little. It sounds like a a rooster trying to crow, or somebody imitating a yeah, rooster. It's like yeah. oh. <laughs> So that's why I like them because it's not like a loud crow. So I don't no, feel bad yeah, about yeah. when they crow in the morning. Um, you that's should get a loud one. <laughs> that's generally what I have is these little, small, teeny tiny birds. Yeah. So I've always liked having like the little ones that don't make too much noise. Oh, yeah. But uh, Hillary Fluff is a different version of a silky. So the frizzle feathers, like they stand up and she has a silky feathers underneath so she gets cold so when i go outside yeah. and the sun sun starts uh setting oh she fucking comes right up she's like yo dad dude it's fucking cold yeah so she hop, me hops, up. hops up on the lap i open the vest it's, it's almost like a wing to her like uh, in my mind i don't know i've created yeah. like some yeah, science in my head and she fucking goes right in the vest and i close it and she waddles down and turns around and just barely puts her head out through the vest I'm like yo <laughs> 
<laughs> so great. That's so funny. And I never would have thought in a million years that I'd feel that way about like some chickens or some birds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. When I first got them, as I wanted some eggs, and then you form a relationship, and you're like, dude, chickens are awesome. Yeah, yeah. dude, these crazy yeah. little dinosaurs. Are you kidding me? Little yeah. raptors walking around like a yeah. dinosaur. Yep. I, then he started getting... I don't know if it's a video or like maybe yeah I think it was a video but it's uh, something about said um, don't get chickens unless you want to become a conspiracy theorist because if you get a chicken then you're going to realize that when you crack it you look at the yolk of that egg compared to the store bought your mind's going to go down a rabbit hole it's so <laughs> true like ever since if I think back to when I first got chickens that's when I started thinking like I'm getting played, and you know, the government's <laughs> playing me for sure, dude. <laughs> dude, crazy fact about that. Crazy fact. So when you see, um, there is like the free range chickens. Mm-hmm. Um, free range chickens is a loose term. For, it just means they have a space where they can walk out just barely be outdoors and that can be a yep. concrete pad that's fenced in you know what i mean and just mm-hmm. barely pasture raised is actually the only correct term for where you might just yeah. barely see a little bit of orange yolk in there yeah so there's like this yeah. might be organic it's not technically organic because that term is owned by uh, the fda in monsanto and generally own mm-hmm. the term organic so pasture raise is actually the only loose term that uh, companies can use them that you might find a little bit of orange yolk okay and then i got some i got some good ones at publix the other day and i don't remember the brand but they were they just said cage free i don't think it said pasture raised on it but it said sourced from free? um Love it. it said sourced from like small family farms nice. so i'm assuming that I'm assuming like this company would just go to different like family farms and get their eggs maybe, or maybe that those small farms would sell their eggs to the company. I don't know, but they were good. That's and they so were, cool. They're the darkest ones that I've found like at a grocery store. I don't remember. I wish I remember the brand, but next time I get them, I'll remember. Yeah. Cause I Isn't remember that crazy. Like, like, Goodness. uh, Co- Cody gave me some, uh, some eggs from their farm and they were dark dude like i've not had yeah. i've never had farm like fresh eggs like that that were oh, that like orange yeah, orange yeah like were that yeah. color and i was like holy shit i actually did just yeah. see i saw this video the other day they they say they the the reason that they're orange like at the store is because uh they like feed them up with vitamins like vitamin a or some shit or whatever it is like it's some some sort of um, vitamin to get be. the color that could be Maybe these people want orange. Yeah, we'll give them orange. Yeah, we'll give them. We'll give them orange. Still be getting played, you know. Yeah, you never know. <clears throat> I probably am. I need to get chickens. That's the bottom line. I need to get chickens. Hell yeah! But yeah, so uh, I guess you know it's getting a little late here. Um, is there anything else that we want to you know kind of throw out there before we 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 call it a night? Um, you got any mammals? We could talk about some mammals. No, I'm, I'm just playing. <laughs> Mammals? I got a wife. Mammals? <laughs> oh, Alright, we're gonna have to... Well, yeah, Elijah, she's not gonna hear that one. <laughs> we, we love you, Elijah. Todd was just joking, we swear. I'm, I'm a mammal as well. We are. Nope, I got three cats, three dogs as well. Yeah, exactly. I'm an animal person three, through and through. In terms of hunting, uh, it's, it's pretty certain. hard to kill an animal, but it's part of life. Yeah. yeah. So, exactly. And it uh, tastes good. It is part of yeah. life. 
it's mm, I'd, I'd rather do it myself and know where it came from than somebody else have to do it and not know where it came from oh yeah um, shop local like, same with like growing your weed don't you be know? afraid no absolutely man shop local buy local i'm sure you can find a farmer that's buying a cow somewhere in the county i fucking damn well guarantee it mm-hmm. you can find somebody somewhere that's buying a cow that's worth it where you can go buy a half a cow and save yourself so much money and eat so good for the rest of the year yeah. and feel yeah. so incredible yeah oh my goodness yeah 100%. what a game what a game what a game <laughs> i love it hell yeah well sweet no dude this has been fun todd like i'm really glad you were able to hop on and no this was a blast dude we're gonna have to have you on way sooner like than uh than we think yeah, years a little too far away there yeah, uh, yeah we might it might uh, be shit it might be next week we'll be calling you up you know depending <laughs> on how this episode does no nah, it'll be it'll be soon though it'll be soon we could talk about i'd really like to talk about like hop latent um, you know, I know Capricorn, they've done uh, extensive research, maybe even leading research, like in, in terms of hop latent. And I'd really like to dive into that with you. And then we can go over some other stuff too. Um, but no, we'll get you back on here at some point soon. You yeah, know, for sure. It'd be so much fun to do. We spent a lot of hands on time and really created a system that everybody uses our met- method right now, which is nice. pretty cool. Yeah, that I, mean, is really I, sh- cool. I shouldn't say. Everybody uses our method like it's some sort of like weird flex. We, we've we've dialed some things in that were, really helps identifying hoplite and viroid. And yeah. we, we did a study that got published and it was really fucking cool to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'd love to go over that. Awesome. We can dive into that at some point, which would, which would be great, yeah. you know, because it's, 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 it's really like a, there's a lot of misconception. You know what I mean? But we'll save all that for another for another time. Uh, Austin, is there anything you want to say, Todd? Anything you want to say before I before I stop it? I've said it all. I think. I think I've said it um, all today. Uh, I could talk to you guys for hours. I just love hanging out with you guys. Yeah, I could talk weed forever. Um, I'm pretty. Unless I know you, it's short, sweet conversation. I can keep a service level conversation going on. But this is something I just love talking about. And thank you so much for picking my brain oh, yeah. i really fucking enjoyed talking with you guys man that was awesome yeah thanks oh, for yeah, coming man. on hey, man. thanks for spending That's your it. friday night with us dude yeah absolutely sweet all man. right all right i miss you guys out. already <laughs> all right cold cuts pizza thanks for having the crust on